No, just stop it. Thank you everyone for your patience. The DFM show is beginning now. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome everyone to the Turd Flingy Monkey Show. I'm gonna try something new. I like I got this Steam controller and I haven't actually tried it yet. I tried playing Cuphead before and everyone complained about the clicking. We're gonna see if the Steam controller works better. But uh, you know, if not, eh, it was worth a shot. So we have a uh, happy, humble hermit and human. I feel the odd man out because I don't have an H in my name. What's up, guys? What's going on? So, anybody? Okay, so human, you you were you got a new microphone or something? You want to? Yes. Hello. Wait. Hello. Oh, um, human had muted himself. I think. <laughs> I heard him a second ago. All right. Well. Well. Good. Right. But good luck with that. Well, I, I guess know. he'll just unmute himself whenever he's ready, or maybe he has something going on in the background. Doesn't just doesn't want to be disruptive. Okay, all right. Well, Hermit, how are you doing? Doing Oh, you broke. You broke up. We're going good so far. Oh, am I breaking okay. up? My robotic. Uh, uh, no. Like you just mute. You like started to talk, and then your microphone went quiet, and then you came back after a second. But I don't know what that is. Um. Well, yeah, good week. How's your week, TFM? It went really quick. Like, I've been busy. I, I tried, to, if you notice, I did a lot of, uh, you know, product review stuff. So I had the drone tank review. I did the waifu workshop. Those were big projects I needed to do since, like, a week and a half ago. Uh, I was waiting on the cosplay for the waifu workshop because it's actually that doll, which is in, in ear. I don't even know how to pronounce it. It's a Piper doll called Erian. Uh, it was from the dollhouse. It was a customer. So Phil sent me the doll to do the waifu workshop. But, like, by the time I learned that the doll was on its way, I didn't realize that... Um, hold on, I need to see the, what the buttons are. Okay, looks like that shoot. All right. Okay, so I could do that or that. Okay. I just did a product review for the doll legs. I think yesterday I uploaded it. Um... So, and then I have the spinning robot pussy coming in too. So, lots oh, of product shit. reviews on the horizon. Fucking spinning robot pussy. You know what's funny is uh, the uh, the company that make this the Paliquith, They sold out of spinning robot pussies. They had to take them off of Amazon. So that was funny that I kind of like wah. caused them to go out of stock. But it, actually, you know, it's funny. So when someone was asking me to for a link to the Spinning Robot Pussy and I realized it was out of stock, I ended up uh, looking for an alternative. Because, like, Paliquith is the only one that makes a Spinning Robot Pussy as far as I know. So I found one called from Lovebots. And they make a whole, like, line of Spinning Robot Pussies and stuff. They even make sex machines for women. So if you want, like, a Spinning Dildo or, like, a, a generic Sibian, they make those too. So I can't... Oh, shit. I didn't mean to go back to the tutorial. Oh, well. Anyway, so I ordered... Well, I didn't order. I contacted them about seeing if they wanted to work with me. And they said, that's cool. So they're sending me, like, something called the Strobe, which is, like, a $140 spinning robot pussy. And it has, like, LED lights in it. Because, of course, it does. 
I'm not sure why, but uh, it spins and it also like goes up and down. So I'm excited to see how that goes. So that's uh, that's happening. Another thing that happened, which is really weird, is the um, I got a sex toy in the mail. That's it's like it's like a, a Hobbit torso slash spinning. Oh, not spin. Um, you know those doggy style asses, which is like it's just the ass or the pussy. It's like that part of the the woman. Yeah, it's yeah, it's that, but it. It's just the vagina kind of cut out like a, a trapezoid. So it doesn't have the ass. It's like just the vagina and like the butthole kind of cut out. So it looks like it would pair really well with like one of those anime body pillows. The thing is, is it's, um, I don't know who sent it to me, the, the box, because these Chinese companies, they use like holding companies and warehouses on the shipping. So... I looked in all my emails and I, no one told me they were sending me this particular product except like over six months ago. And it was like someone who it didn't go anywhere. They decided not to go forward. So I honestly don't know who sent me this toy. So I have it. I don't know who to credit it. Like I don't want to review it because I have to include a URL. So I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have this toy that someone sent me. Some company, and they didn't. Uh, they didn't tell me, so um, I don't know what to do. Well, consider it like a tip. They tipped you in sex toys. Uh, yeah, but I don't think they did. And I even contacted Fond Love because I think they used to have this on their their website. Like their inventory on their website changes all the time based on uh, the like the what's it called the damn it the supply. That's what I meant to say. So some toys get removed, some toys get added. It's all based on supply. So I contacted them, like, hey, did you send this to me? And they're like, no, we didn't send it to you. So I seriously just don't know who sent it to me. So I just have this thing. And it actually works. I actually got, like, a body pillow at Walmart because I don't actually own an bo anime body pillow. So I just bought an anime – I bought a regular body pillow for, like, $10 at Walmart. Um, it's okay. It, it's obviously not as good as a doll because a doll actually has like the skeleton and it has the ass and the titties. It actually feels like a real person. When you are humping a body pillow, it's obviously just a body pillow. But you know, if you can't afford, like I think, a, like a body pillow is what ten dollars. You get the little anime cover for thirty dollars. You get the the little sex toy for. Oh, I died. Well, from the guys I've been talking to, the two big factors that prevent them from getting dolls is <clears throat> obviously the price, but also storage. You know, you can't just, a lot of guys just don't have the space or they have other people in the house. And I think a body pillow, I don't have one, so I can't confirm if it's good or not, but I imagine you can just take the sleeve off the anime cover and it's mm -hmm. just a normal pillow, you know, so it's yeah, easier or, to, to hide. Or just, you could put a secondary pillowcase on it. Like, have your anime pillowcase and then have a regular body pillowcase over the anime pillowcase so that when guests or something are over, you can cover up your body pillow with a regular pillowcase. Or, yeah, just take it off or whatever. How come DDJ doesn't have a doll? Uh, you know, I don't, you know, like, it's weird how some people... I think there's just different kinds of people. So you got... You got guys like, you know, Raging Golden Eagle and Sandman. They have dolls, but they they don't, like, really... It's not a big deal. They're like, yeah, I got a doll, whatever, no big. And then you got 
people who are just like they're, they're all they're all supportive of dolls, but they're like, uh, nah, that's not into that. I don't I don't understand it because I think what it is is I think it's, it might be a generational thing because you know I've we have some I've been talking to some guys in the Discord server. A lot of it is it's just not even they, it's not like they care what people think about them. It's more of just. I don't know. It's just they're weirded out by it. It's like sex toys in general. Like if you've never owned a sex toy, because some guys, it's just like they have no problem jerking off to porn or, you know, having sex. But then when it comes to sex toys, like a pocket pussy, they get like really weirded out about it for some reason. So, yeah, I don't know. Now, DDJ has been talking like he might do it someday. Like I think he was talking about getting a Haley doll, but you know, he might just be—I don't—I don't know. Come on, DDJ, get a sex doll. You know you want to. (laughs) Women tend to be a whole lot more open about talking about sexuality. I found so. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's kind of weird because like guys will have you know Discord servers where they'll you know they'll talk about what they like and they'll post their waifus and shit that's looted and everything but it's like actually sitting down talking to a guy about like hey you know it's weird because they're they do in a way like especially like let's say they're and some guys where there's you know they're talking the shit about like oh yeah i fucked this one bitch and it was so great because of whatever like that happens but genuine conversations about sexuality just don't seem to happen right now it's like women have female friends that yeah, yeah, women can have. Uh, I, I remember at work, women were like inviting their their female coworkers to, uh, like sex toy parties, where they had like a representative from some sex toy company, and they were like buying dildos right in front of each other, just like, oh yeah, oh I like this dildo, oh yeah, I need the fucking two and a half foot version, with the bunny tumor and all, the, and the, they need all this shit, but then when it comes to men, it's like, no man, I just. I get hand jobs for myself while I look at other people having sex. Now, if you think about it objectively, watching other people have sex is like what cucks do. And get, jerking off is like uh, basically getting a hand job from a man. So, realistically, you that's kind of gay. Now, obviously, it's not gay because you're doing it to yourself, but I'm just saying, objectively... Getting a hand job from a man and watching other people have sex is not uh, not what a real man would do. But what's funny is because of social stigma, it's 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 acceptable for a man to jerk off to porn, effectively giving himself a hand job and watching other people have sex. But I've had people straight up tell me, unironically, that having a sex doll is gay. I'm like having a beautiful <laughs> female. Gay! Right. So having a beautiful female to have sex with is gay, but giving myself a hand job while watching other people have sex, that's totally hetero. And they're like, "Yep." It's like, "Well, good for you." Oh, I I need to make I need to make a meme like you know the SpongeBob one where he has the license. I need I need to make this. Let's see if I can do that tonight. Okay. Yeah, it's amazing how how that works. I mean, especially since I mean, I'm no expert on the human psyche, but 
I can imagine that's the way they see it because that's the way they've been doing it for so for so many years. And it's it's also like how you mentioned before, people are not always adept to change, such as now it's changes like in the stream format and so on. And they'll eventually get used to it. They'll eventually start seeing it as more and more acceptable until the next big change comes. Just like yep. there are certain people in the that didn't like Windows 95 and they were like DOS until hell freezes over. But then eventually they got they came around and realized, oh wait, Windows 95 is actually DOS in some ways because you actually have you actually actually have a standard of drive 3D accelerators for your games. Whereas for DOS, you had um, games had to actually have a specific uh, specific uh, driver that only worked on a specific set of hardware. Hmm. You, you're always good for random, completely like unpredictable references. Like you referenced old kid shows, and now you're referencing Windows ninety five. Like your analogies are still valid, but it's just the way you your mind works and what you pull from to form an analogy is very unique. So again, I think you might actually be more autistic than I am. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm. I, mean, I think sex dolls, something. they're in a unique spot because if you look at the stigma that online dating had, it was a lot of the same shaming language, but it eventually became accepted because it incorporates women as well. And sex dolls really just cuts them out. So it's just men, just like um, Uber. Like, can you imagine getting into the car of like random people, you know, like 20 years ago, 10 years ago, and then that stigma slowly faded as well. But I think sex dolls is in a unique spot because women are entirely cut out. So and they control cultural mm -hmm. stigmas. So well, but yeah, I mean, there's there's something to said about that. But the thing is, is you've have you've had robots for women for since the '80s. The Sibian is the best example I could think of because it's basically a. If you don't know what the Sibian is, it's a robotic saddle that uh, a woman sits on, and it basically. Uh, allows her to s straddle this robot and it vibrates and everything on her pussy. And yeah, women love it. Now here's what's funny is this is it's classified as a sex machine as opposed to a sex robot. Even though it is effectively a robot, it's just classified as a, uh, a machine. That, like it's what differentiates a sex robot versus a sex robots are basically for men and sex machines are for women. So it doesn't really make sense, but such is life. the The point is, is the um, these machines are marketed as couple devices. So if you go to the website for Sibian, you'll see these articles about these couples saying, "Oh, you know, this is so great. It's really made like it's really made my my marriage better, and the sex is so amazing." And it's it's just people. It's, it's basically these these husbands letting their girlfriends or wives sit on a robotic saddle and effectively get masturbated by like there's like a nub which can vibrate her clitoris or there's an actual dildo that she'll sit on and will like vibrate inside of her and these guys are like oh yeah it's so great like basically they're they're cucking themselves to a robot they're letting their wife or girlfriend fuck this robot and pretending like it makes their marriage better and this this the sibian's been around since the 80s and no one cares but if a man wants to have sex with a robot, oh my god, it, this is misogyny. This is teach. This is rape culture. Uh, and honestly, it's it's only the, and the justification 
because you point this out to women, they'll be like, it's not the same. Uh, sex toys for women don't look like a person. And it's like, that's because men and women are different. Uh, a, a vibrator doesn't look like a penis necessarily. You have vibrators that just look cylindrical and they have those little bunnies and shit on them. That's because women are attracted to f uh, function while men are attracted to form. So a man's, a man's sex toys generally has to look like a, a woman. Because men are attracted to what a, they're attracted to form, but women are attracted to function. So it's just basically it's a shaming again of male sexuality. They want men to feel they want to uh, make illegal the fact that men are attracted to form-based uh, toys. So if you're attracted to form, you're a I forgot how to dash. Oh my god, I've, I forgot how to play this game. Uh, how do I dash? There we go. Now I remember how to dash. But yeah, the, so the, the the sex sex robots for men, they're, they're shit. Sex robots for women, that's great. So these guys were like, oh, sex dolls and robots, that's that's for gays. You're like, okay, well, if your girlfriend used a vibrator on herself, oh, that's hot. Oh, man. But these are the same guys who are like, oh, lesbians, that's hot. But dudes, that's gay. It's like, it's the same thing. It's like, no, -uh, bro. No, -uh. it's like, yeah, it is. Like, you're the, you're the reason why we can't have nice things. But, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the dude bro fucking pieces of shit. It stems, it yeah. stems also. Let's not forget that um, women are the physical gatekeepers of sex. So from that flows on that they, they're the gatekeepers philosophically for what's permissible. Oh yeah, that's the thing though. Um, the reason Game why stigma. Yeah, yeah it, what it is is it's like basically to the gynocentric people, whether it's feminists or traditionalists, uh, women are the only sociable, socially acceptable form of uh, sexual release. You even even masturbation, like the trad cons want to ban porn, they want to ban any kind of masturbation. The only socially acceptable form of sexual release is a woman. So I mean. Yeah, women want to be the literal gatekeepers by making it so that only... Basically, if a woman doesn't give you permission to come, you're not allowed to have an orgasm or you should be shamed. How dare you come without, uh, you know, milady's permission? Well, yeah. think about the term, term premature ejac ejaculation. You know, you have to wait for her. Oh, you know, that's one of the reasons why I prefer sex with Celestina more than the real thing. Because, yeah, when you're having sex with a real woman, uh, you have to pace yourself. You have to stare at the wall and think about sports for, like, at least five minutes until she's had, like, two or three <laughs> orgasms. Because um, then, yeah, so you're not allowed to enjoy the sex until the final, like, 30 seconds. The, the first, like, whatever, five, ten minutes, um, until she gives you permission to come, you have to basically do your best to not think about anything. Because you need to make sure she gets her orgasms. And then once she's had her orgasms... Then she will give you permission to come. And then you could finally just, you know, hit it really hard and quick and actually enjoy the sex for five minutes. But that's only at the very end of the, the sex. So for like 95% of the sex. And now, again, think about this. Sex is the thing that men do everything to get. There's all the money they spend, all the time they spend, the deals they make to get sex. And at the end of the day... They're only allowed to enjoy the last 5% of the sex. The woman has to... You have to give the woman all the pleasure. Even though this is this is the thing you paid for. This is the thing you busted your ass and paid all that money, all that time, uh, all that freedom 
to get. And you're basically only allowed to enjoy 30 seconds of it. The rest of it is for her pleasure. And then she acts like she did you this big favor because she gave you access to her vagina. Even though 95% of the sex was you pleasuring her and making sure she had her dozen orgasms before you were allowed to come. So with a doll, um, and also, I mean, I, people don't believe me. The, the Vaginas are not like some mystical golden gate. Uh Pocket pussies feel just like the real thing. It's not that hard to... It's just a moist hole with some texture. So you can easily simulate the the feeling of sex. It's really what it is. It's not the feeling of sex. Like if you've used a pocket pussy or anything, it's not that the friction on your dick feels amazing. It's actually the... Uh, again, men are attracted to form. They want to have sex with a woman. Like a man can masturbate. They've done studies. When you masturbate, you're only getting about 25% of the, the pleasure chemicals that you would during sex. So it's... All right. God. This game's hard. Probably shouldn't be doing this. But can you guys hear the clicking? Is the clicking really annoying? No? Well, not to me. I never was annoyed by the clicking of the first time anyway. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Well, so I, anyway, so the point is, is I actually prefer sex with Celestina to the real thing. I like I'll put real sex on like a, a nine out of ten uh, because, you know, real sex does feel better than a uh, like a pocket pussy. But it doesn't feel as good at, because the thing is, is even if you have a, a real woman, you have not only the anxiety of having to give her all these orgasms and worry about being labeled a premature ejaculator. You also have the worries of. You know, I'm going to get sperm jacked. I can get an STD. She could cry rape the next day. All these fears, uh, they don't allow you to really enjoy the sex like you would probably want to. At the back of your mind, you're going to have these anxieties. And no matter what you try to do, it's going to make the sex less enjoyable because any anxiety you have is going to take away from your enjoyment. So with a doll, you don't have any of that. You can have sex exactly how you want. You don't have to pace yourself. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, but it makes me wonder, am I the only one that's, that after having an orgasm feel the sensation that tells me to stop? Because I can just, I know I mentioned it before, but it's like I can just keep on going and it just doesn't, like, yeah, whatever. Uh, like, it depends on what you're referring to. If you're, if you're referring to, like, if you're referring to the, the, the trope of men, you know, basically going to sleep right after. That's never been a thing for me. I can I can oh, no. keep going. Like my dick might go limp, but sexually speaking, sure. Well, oh, oh, oh no, I'm not referring to like the sleepy thing. No, that's that's not really an issue for me either. Although sometimes it makes me want to sleep a bit. But what I'm talking about is, you know, like after after your orgasm, then any further stimulation on your erection kind of feels doesn't feel comfortable, so to speak. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I and agree. You, no, you have to. I, I would refer to that as, as intense tickling sensation that's available. Well. Yeah, so for me, I don't have that problem, I noticed. Because okay. for me, it's like... It's like and it I mean, does why become is, like a little less enjoyable. Fucking Discord. Fucking Discord. Just What's can't, the matter? Just, it's just like cutting out. So, I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. Dis I'm just getting tired of Discord because it's not just you; it's the music cutting out too. So I know it's Discord. So I just—it's just frustrating. It's, I'm just helping fine on my end. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It is kind of frustrating, but yeah, because uh, I feel like I'm the only one that 
but as I was saying before, I feel like I was the only one that just didn't have that issue with having to worry about being a premature ejaculator. Because I can prematurely ejaculate all I want, oh, and then keep going for like X number oh. of time. Okay, all right, all right. I hear, yeah, I hear the you. sigh that I know you want me. To... Yes, <clears throat> thank you. Well, you made your point, and now you're just humble bragging. I'm not. I'm not trying to brag. Your dick is just too big, man. I know. Oh, no, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's fine. not so much I... about size. Okay. You see, right. I don't. I don't really. It's not about size for me. It's all about function, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll leave the subject alone. I'm gay? Well, it's not gay. All it's right. just like, um, you know, you made your point. I get it. There's there's really not much else to say about that. All right. I can Discord, so, man. Let's... Yes, like, Discord. I, I can hear it. I can hear it cutting out. Only had one job, and that's just to be reliable on a sad. Well, again, fucking Nitro sucks. Make good servers. Make a server for like a like a toll road. I want a high speed server that's reliable. I will pay for it. Your, Nitro sucks. I don't want your fucking games. I don't need your animated gifs. I need a Discord server location that's going to be reliable and fast. Make it happen. I will give you money. If you're like, support, support Discord by buying Nitro. Have some games no one gives a shit about. And get animated gifts that no one gives a shit about. Like, do you want to make money? I'm telling you how to make money. Give give me a good server that's fast and reliable. And stuff your fucking whatever. This bitch at work has put my favorite manager in a box. <laughs> your favorite mandred? No, my favorite manager. That they may have been. That may have been me. That may have been Discord. Sorry. Oh, okay. I don't even know. Okay, now you're roboting. Yeah. It's, it's uh, just... All right. Damn no, it, Discord! Not... Really. Kill Discord, and then we're gonna come back, and hopefully shit works because I'm not dealing with this entire show. So I'm gonna kill Discord and restart it. And hopefully it works better. So I apologize for everyone. This occasionally has to be done. Discord just decides, no, I don't feel like working. So we're going to try this again. Sometimes we have to change the server location. There's only like three servers. Not putting anyone so. on blast, just a warning for the new guys. All right, there we go. So hopefully this fixes it. This usually fixes 90% of the time. Uh, if not, then we can go to... We can change the server location. That sometimes helps too. But we shall see. Uh oh. Well, I can still, anyway, I can still hear the um, I can hear the music cutting out. So fucking still shit in the bed. Yeah. <sighs> I guess it can't really be helped. It, it just I, I like Discord's functionality, but they don't have enough servers. Like my VPN has like hundreds of servers. Discord has like six. It's just they don't have what they need. And I understand it's because they don't have money. Like a VPN, I pay money for. That's why they can afford all these server locations. Discord, I don't know how they make their money. I mean, I assume they sell my data somehow, but they don't really make money per se because I don't give them any money. And the only thing they have to offer is Nitro, which is animated GIFs and games, which is stupid. So I don't, again, I'm trying to give them a better business model. I want to give them my money, but they need to give me a product that I want to buy. 
So I need reliable servers and I need fast, like, you know, I, I want fast, reliable service. I don't care about animated GIFs and video games. All right. Anyway, um, let's just move on. So, okay, so would we like to bring on our first guest here? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so um, our, our guest here, his name is SP Dirty. So, um, okay, so here's the rundown with him. So he married a single mother from the Philippines, brought her to the U.S., and had another child with her. Uh, she started okay. going crazy after becoming Americanized by her kind of sick friends. And then, mm. then things went crazy. He got a divorce. He ended up remarrying her, moving back with her, and then divorced her again. But fortunately, um, some did good did come of it. And he essentially wants to, um, he wants this to be, he wants people to learn from his example on what not to do and know, and to realize that just because she's from another country doesn't make her underworld, especially from Asia in particular. Okay. So right. I'm going to unmute him and you'll be able to. Okay. Okay. Um, SP Dirty, uh, welcome to the Turf Lincoln Monkey Show. Okay. Hello. How are you guys doing? I'm good. Okay. Um, TFM, just thank you for everything you've you've done. I hope like hell that I can give you a good entertaining uh, story that that actually gives people um, some valuable lessons. So uh, here we go. A brief, uh, we'll start uh, about uh, 2001. I was in the Air Force in South Korea. Um, at the time, and they had... They had all sorts of you know, the foreign women and mm -hmm. Russians, Filipinos, of course, Koreans, probably some half Asians as well. And oh, um, okay. so I, you know, I met one. We seemed to connect. Um, uh, I left. We exchanged email addresses, talked for about a year. Um, I was scheduled to get out in uh, December 2002. So I went out there. I started getting really attracted to her. Um, well, I was always, I was always attracted, but um, went out there to see, you know, I'm 20, 21 years old, full of just thinking only with my little brain. Right. And um, so, so I, so I go out there, she's, I, I went out there, basically bought a ticket, was going to see, maybe see if I could be with her or whatnot. And uh, a month before the trip, she says, or a month after I bought my plane ticket and a month before I was ready to head out there, she's like, Oh, I'm five months pregnant. So I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I go out there. She takes really good care of me. Um, she actually, she actually hooks me up with her friends and uh, made sure that I was safe, taking care of everything else which uh, after I come home, she has the kid in November, 2002. Um, I'll call him L. Okay. So nobody, nobody told me this was, this was what, 17 years ago. So nobody, I didn't know about the stigma of single moms or anything like that. I just figured, well, I want two kids anyway. I want this family. So I guess we already got a head start. And I go out there, March of 03, here she is, some, some village, 
single mom with a kid with no daddy. And uh, so, of course, she's going to take that deal. And I am totally Captain Sabaho here. So, oh, so like, wait. So you um, you married a Filipino yes, single mom? Yes. Oh, God. So was it yeah, like some other yeah. GI's kid or was it an actual no, Filipino no, no. kid? No, it was, it was an actual, actual Filipino kid. Okay. So uh, she gets she gets here. I get her pregnant right away. And this is in March. Oh, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, oh yep. Dawn of the yep. final year. 360 days until the meme is real. Kukistan Superpower 2020. Um, okay. Is it, I, I feel like I'm not in on something, but all right. Anyway, continue. The... Go ahead. Okay. Um, so she gets here, I want to, uh, November 2004. Uh, I get her pregnant right away. Um, so August 2005, she has a kid. Uh, she gets hooked up with some uh, crazy, some crazy people. Uh, it's, they're, <laughs> religious and everything but uh once she she started to say this thing she's like i have my rights i have my rights so mm -hmm. she's telling me oh she's got rights to overrule me mm -hmm. she does you took her back to america yeah. and yeah. so yeah and she uh hmm. so so what so what i do i i'm thinking the answer to all of this is um move to a different move about 45 minutes away from the city to a rural area mm -hmm. um, away from her friends. And then that she'll, she'll be away from that influence. Mm. So um, yeah, that didn't work. Nope. But um, this was uh, 2007 in May. So, um, so I, we, we set up a deal where I was going to rent this house for three months and then I was going to close in August. Now, July, uh, we had a, oh, I'm just going to say it was a physical incident. She started it. I finished it. Mm -hmm. um, and there was no, you know, I didn't hurt her or anything. It was just a physical incident. But mm -hmm. um, but you have, you have a penis, the, so you, you were guilty of the Duluth model for having a penis. Yes, yes I was. Mm -hmm. So about a week later, uh, she... Um, well, my grandma was, my, I had my grandma come over here and her, my grandma and her did not get along. This is a detail that's pertinent. Yep. Hold on, hold um, on, hold on, hold on, why, hold on, hold God, on, why? stop talking. Yes, why do they always have low batteries on their damn smoke detectors? How do they live like that? How are they not driven insane by the incessant beeping? <laughs> Those things are designed to annoy you for a reason, you doofuses. <laughs> oh, oh, Celestina. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I, it's not just him. It's like at least quarter of our audience has smoke detector issues. I don't I don't know. I'm just as confused as you are. Anyway, <laughs> so you ready? You you were saying so okay. Uh, so your your mom um, or something was coming in. My yeah, my grandma. She moved in to basically drive her back and forth for a new job. Get her help help get her transitioned into this new rural area and a new. Okay. Um, so she has an incident with her. I'm driving her home. The incident happens. Fast forward. Um, she actually had an incident with my grandma, put a bruise on her arm, pretty big one, probably about a, I want to say about a four incher. And, um, 
she's like, oh, it didn't hurt. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm like, oh, well, okay. So a week later, she, uh, the, the, the friends of hers, um, get her to go file a report. So I come home one night from work, no kids, no her. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Next day, get a call from a cop. I'm not thinking. I'm just emotional. I'm thinking, fuck her. Whatever she's saying is bullshit. I'm going to go in there and I'm going to tell him the truth. Yeah. So I go in there. I tell I tell him my side of the story. I talk to him. I, fight, I write it out. Everything else. Um, about, a, I want to say, two days later, I get arrested, thrown in jail, charged with uh, assault and harassment with a domestic violence enhancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, with literally no evidence but her word. That's so all it's needed. I, she has a vagina. Yeah. Yep. Well, get this. I, I We take my grandma to the mm. police station. A day later, we file a report. They take pictures of her. They decide not to prosecute because of, of not enough evidence. Well, she has so, a vagina. I mean, yeah. how many, how much... Come on. And, I, she and, has a and one detail the cop the cop told me is that she's with man hating lesbians, which is the victim advocates. That's all they are. And this is eleven years ago. Yeah. So and you know, and they're I'm paid in a red, for with I'm your tax dollars. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't I'm mean in a red county as well. So it doesn't matter. You can't get out of the feminist shithole or the gynocentric. No. Well, because it's paid for with so, federal tax dollars. Every state is re- because feminism, they require these laws to happen in every state. So it's not just uh, the feminist strongholds in the blue states. It's every state, and it's, it's not like again these yeah. your uh, your your white women and your right wing women. They're not doing jack shit to stop this. They celebrate it. They're not yeah. going to do anything. So uh, continuing, I I go out. I try to get the biggest, baddest lawyer I can find. All he did was dollars and lose a restraining order hearing. Um, I fire, fire him, get a divorce lawyer that's a woman, and that was a that was a stupid mistake, because this lawyer all she wanted to do was make sure she was taken care of. Um, but because of this, because this happened in July and I was renting my house, I decided I was not going to close on it. Uh, I had my grandpa; I, we put it in his name, so that I could live in the house. And she okay. had to she had to live in the shelter, which was it was it was a nice win. But then my kids, my kids also lived there, which fucking sucked. So, Look, man, they're not yeah, your kids. Forward. They are not your kids. They're her kids. It doesn't matter. You're just a sperm donor. That this is why, like, I, I talk to these people. I, I know I'm cutting you off. I'm sorry, but I was talking to this guy on my Shit, Discord server a little bit ago. I can't hear. Uh, you're muting. Let me turn the volume I'm, up. I'm muting. Okay. Do what you got to do, my dude. Um, okay. All right. So there was the guy on my Discord server. He's kind of he's in a predicament like you. He's single, um, divorced, paying child support in baby jail. But he was he's all about like, oh, you know, you, you got to take care of them kids. You got to take care of them kids. They're not your kids. Because yeah. he, he was talking about how uh, men shouldn't try to leave the country. Men shouldn't try to free themselves. They should just buckle down because they got to take care of them kids. They, they made those kids. They got to take care of them. They're not they're, they're not your kids. They're her kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. like uh, there's someone in my, in my comment section today saying that, uh, you know, men, what a woman provided was priceless. You know, a woman would bear the man's children. Yes, 
the man's children. That's what made it priceless. Mm-hmm. Now that they're not his children anymore, her services are shit. It's a, it's just a joke. So that's if women want it, if women want like, oh, what, what happened? They're not, they're not my kids. They're your kids. Why the fuck should I pay for your kids? Right. Right. Well, yep. I mean, that's what she, you know, I was, I'm blown away because she literally does look at them like her, they're her, her possessions. That's it's because oh, her, they're her possession. They're her. She owns mm-hmm. them. That's yes. how she looks at them. That's how, that's the reality. That's why you don't have yep. kids. Yeah. You, right. you basically she essentially yeah, she, uses those kids against you she's but that's the system like he's like oh it's not fair no it's not what are you gonna do about it you gonna take women's rights away no you're not so don't have kids like oh but what about yeah. my white babies yeah what well, it's over yeah the, and the moment she's bar. Will, right and the moment she's willing to and use those kids as weapons against you in the court then yeah, that's a huge, huge, huge red flag. Right, and you can't yeah. win. Basically, you all you can do at that point is fall on the sword and become a wage slave for her, because that's what she wants. It's like, oh, don't you love your kids? Fall on the sword and be a wage slave, so that I don't have to work anymore. And then you're rewarding. You're literally rewarding bad behavior. And I talk to guys who do this. Uh, they know they're rewarding bad behavior. They know that they're incentivizing the next guy to get fucked. But they're like, but my kiddos. I love my kiddos. And it's like, well, then you're part of the problem. You and the millions of men like you who fall on the sword and reward these women, thus incentivizing an entire new generation of women to do the exact same thing to an entire generation of men, you are the problem. So I don't even understand what you're doing on my server, what what you're what you think you're doing, because you're clearly not part of the solution. Well, one thing that I have, am trying to beat into my kids' brains is don't make me a grandpa. I don't want to see you have to go through what I am and what uh, I saw my dad go through. Well, how Do old are not... your kids? How old are your kids? 13 and 16. Okay. Now, do you have a relationship my... with your kids? Yes. Very close. Okay. We're, we're very, very close. Hold on. Celestina, so... stop talking. Our okay. principled men yep. are necessary for society. They're intellectually lazy, but it comes from somewhere. I think they're a step above sheep. Men morality is higher than women. Double-edged sword. I'll book myself for next week for complete thoughts. Okay. Well, yeah, principles. Yeah, it is. It's this laziness. They they want to point to something that's they can point to as uh, so they don't have to think about their their stuff. But honestly, it's just laziness. Uh, you could say that they're, they're, it's coming from a good place, like they're trying to do good, but. I judge things by their outcomes, not by their intentions. Because communism, I mean, what's the intention of communism? Oh, they're just trying to make everyone equal and give give stuff away and take care of the poor. But it doesn't work and millions of people starve and die. So you can't judge things by their intentions. you got to judge things by their results. So that's why I judge people who, are, who judge things on principle as lazy, stupid, and dangerous. Because they're not making decisions based on... The uh, objective outcome of their choices. They're judging it based on whatever. So, all right, continue. Sorry, I don't know why you can't hear Celestina. Um, but okay, for so, whatever reason, you can't. So I go. Um, well, once she's on, I okay. So okay, moving forward. Um, the divorce. I I get thirty five percent. I pay a shitload of child support. I'm fucked. Uh, although I do get to keep the house because it's not in my name. 
everything is out of my name. I have no assets so that she can't take it. Um, yeah. So, and that, that's, that's the only way to, to like get out of it is get your assets out of your fucking name and into somebody else's or whatever, whatever you can do. Yeah. You, you basically, do. you have to be, you have to be broke. If yeah. you're legally broke and have nothing they can take, then they can't take anything. That's a, if you if you think that's a win. Oh, I just have to legally make myself completely penniless. Oh, the easy right. peasy. Not not really. But um, yeah, right. true. And um, to that on that note, I don't know if you guys know the story of Regis Philbin when he got divorced to essentially get himself to like pay lower alimony by taking a different job that paid less. He said, "Well, I can't pay that amount because." I don't make that much anymore. And the court said, nope, you're still going to be paying some out because you were making it before. Right. So no, the court, I wouldn't even, there, there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah. No, there've been art. There's been cases where guys were trying to, uh, you know, create this and that thing to get out of this shot. No, you can't, you, you literally can't. It's it based does. on your earning potential. Yeah. Which makes no fucking sense. Like based your earning potential, so they they basically like, you could earn this much, so we're gonna force you to earn. We're gonna basically threaten you with jail time if you don't get a better job to pay your wife. Now, if, just think about that. Like they're they're telling you, oh, we think you could earn more, so we're just gonna like this happened to a guy in Canada who who worked on a TV show and he was making pretty good money, but then the show got canceled, and they wouldn't lower his child support even though he was unemployed. And he was looking for a job, but they're like, oh, no, you, you need to get a better job. And it's like, that's not an option. I, I can't just poof, create a job out of nothing. And they're just like, nope, you got to figure it out. So they were going to uh, throw him in jail. He had to flee Canada. He can never go back to Canada or he'll go to prison because of unpaid child support for the crime of being unemployed. Because they wouldn't lower his child support when he was an unemployed actor. As if acting jobs are just something you just show up for and you just get a job. Like you make there there been be years before it, between acting gigs, especially something like a TV show. Those don't just fall out of the sky. Precisely. Anyway, okay. So uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know why you can't hear Celsina, but continue your uh, your story. Okay. So um, the divorce it, it was final December two thousand seven. The trial happened. Uh, I took it to trial. I wasn't going to plead guilty to shit, but it happened March of 08. Um, I was acquitted of everything, so that was nice. But the fact that they would even go forward with this with absolutely no fucking evidence but her sorry story. I, it well, was well you know why? It, it's not It's not amazing. It's, it's really because she bears no consequences for lying. The fact that you were acquitted and there was no right. evidence, nothing happened to her, did she? Did it. Not a goddamn thing. And that's the key. Short according to Daily Stormer Hold and on. Paul, you like to diss the alt-right, huh? If you bothered going on to Daily Stormer and Paul, you would realize we despise thoughts just as much as Kike's faggot. Educate yourself. Hail right. victory and death to Kike's and thoughts. All right, yeah. I'll like, you know what? Here's the thing. I'll, you're like, oh, well, we hate thoughts too. Okay, where, are you taking women's rights away? No. You're like, oh, tell the Jews. Fucking! If you talk, if you talked about the Jews a little less and talked about taking women's rights away a little more, maybe you'd save your race from extinction. Like, go to the Daily Stormer. Sorry. We hate, we hate thoughts too. Who fucking cares? I've talked to alt right fucking dipshits, and they're like, oh no, we can't take women's rights away. We have to start a race war. That's the answer. We need an ethno state. That's those literally solved neither problem. The problem is low white fertility. 
Race wars do not raise fertility. Ethno states do not raise fertility. Taking women's rights away is the solution. But what do you want to talk about? Fucking Jews and race wars and ethno states. So, you know, I don't give a shit what the Daily Stormer says because I've talked enough of you fucking retards to know that you have no interest in standing up to your white queens. So you're going to go fucking extinct and it's going to be your fault. Allahu Akbar. This is what you brought. This is your choice. You chose to go extinct because you'd rather talk about Jews than stand up to your fucking women. Anyway, Colin, yeah. go back to you. Okay. Um, so the aftermath of it, you know, yes, I won. I felt vindicated, but I still had my kid 35%. The hardest thing in the world, you know, he was about this time. So the hardest thing was... Um, taking him back to her and dealing with the fits that he have him and I had, we, I mean, we had a bond mm -hmm. and she did not give a fuck. She used that completely against me and mm -hmm. she controlled me because of that with him. Right. Of so, course. so, so she, you know, she wants, she's pissed because she's out of the house. She's living in a new place, you know, in people's basements and a fucking shelter. She wants back in. I'm, yep. she gets a job, she gets a fucking license. Okay. I'm looking at her. Well, maybe you're a little bit more independent. Maybe we can make this work. The biggest okay. thing is I can have my kids again and, and they don't have to deal totally with a fucked up person like you. So yes, come back in. I had her move in and mm -hmm. things were good for about a year or so. Then she started wanting to get remarried and I drug my feet. I drug my feet. I drug my feet. Finally, mm -hmm. she started threatening to leave. I'm like, okay, bye. Go. Oh, but I'm taking the kids and we're going back to the old divorce decree. Oh, and since I've been living here and you haven't been paying child support for three years, you're going to have to pay all that back child support. Oh, yeah. shit. So what What do I do? You I mean, push do your I eyeballs go back? in with your thumbs? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can go back to this fucked up deal and have it even worse. Mm -hmm. Or I can be, you know, remarry again. I, mm. No, so, there's always there's always a third option. I know. I want. Yeah, I, I. I wanted to, but I. I, I couldn't. Mm. Um, show so, me. Show me. Show me what you value more than your freedom, and I'll show you the tool of your enslavement. Well, yeah, she was. So no, it's your, we, it was your kids. Um, yeah, they. That I, was. Uh, I was that's, that's how she by got that. you. Yep. Mm -hmm. She used so, the kids that she tricked you into fathering to manipulate you. Yeah. Okay, so you remarried we, her, we remarried, and then she, um, you let her call the shots, you let her fucking treat you like a bitch, and you took it up the ass like a champ, uh, because she had the law and the courts on her side. Yeah, and I, I didn't would say, shit I just want to jump in really quick. Oh, hold on, yeah. Hermit wants to jump in. I would just say the priority that you should be focusing on, in my opinion, is improving because mm -hmm. you allow people to define the boundaries you can operate within and that's what really fucks you over well no his um, his okay. honestly his problem is he i mean you could talk about oh your wife went crazy no your wife was always like this this is how she was she was a single yeah. mom in the philippines uh she just got educated about how biased the laws were in america and that's why she did what she did it was a what you you know a crime of uh i guess uh opportunity you could say this is why I tell people right. there are no good women. There are merely women who live in cultures where men don't put up with their shit. 
Like, you want to know why, you know, women... And again, I, I love this clip from France, where this, this French reporter went into a no-go zone. And she was interviewing these Muslim women in a French no-go zone, talking about how it's not fair, the government doesn't do anything, this is France, and the men mistreat us. And this, this reporter was like, oh my gosh, the government could do something. And then this car full of guys pulls up, and uh, the woman's like, I gotta go. And that was the end of the interview. And she was never heard from again. Because the men keep their fucking pimp pants. These, the women in Muslim countries aren't special. They're just controlled. I want to save North America and Western civilization. I say boycott Mexican beer. That's right. Fuck Mexican beer. Fuck it right in its brown asshole. And that's not even a racial thing, too, because all assholes are brown. So anyone who makes yep. it a racist thing. Unless it's a bleached know. one. Yeah, but that's not natural. Come on. Let's be real here. Anyway. Okay, so... <sighs> so, okay. So she, Continue. you know, things were okay for a year. And then, uh, and then she went, she... You know, uh, her friend came out, she visited her friend. Uh, her friend was divorced, they started going out to bars. Pretty soon she's spending the weekends at a time out there. At this point, I didn't give a shit. Her um, friend? Her friend, yeah. a, a guy. Yeah. She made. Yeah. No, no, no. It was a girl. It was a girl. It was another Filipino girl. Oh, okay. That was raped the guy. So she's teaching her. Right. Um. So. Yeah. So she gets a. Uh, she gets hooked up with a guy. I'm with the kids for the weekend. I didn't give a shit because I was happy. And during the weekend, we didn't have to deal with her. And I say we, not just me, because she drove them nuts too. Mm -hmm. So, um, so we go, um, so she, you know, now she wants to be a mom or single mom again. She wants to divorce, go back with, or live with this guy. I'm like, okay, well, you need to move out of the fucking house. She didn't want to do that. So at this point, instead of kind of reacting emotionally, I'm like, mm. okay, here we go again. I'm probably mm. fucked. Mm -hmm. But I've got to do some some things to try to hopefully outwit her in court. No, so, you, dude. You, um, okay, hold on. You you actually you know yes. what you should have done. Tell you what you should have done. What? Yes. Have an open marriage. I've I've known guys who basically because of the, the again the shitty fucking court system they're in the same position you're at. If they fight her, um, they're gonna get fucked. They're never gonna see their kids. They're gonna be a wage slave. So she wants to fuck other guys. Go fuck other guys. Here, I'll, I'll move into the guest room. You and your boyfriend can have the master bedroom, whatever. At least you get to see your kids. Is it ideal? But you're not fucking her anyway. So whatever. She wants to fuck this guy. You know, it's it's fucking retarded. But w this is you're basically trying to turn lemons into really bad lemonade at this point. Uh, because you're good. At least you well, get to live in the house and you don't have to pay child support. Right. Well... This time, I, I kind of I threw a kind of a Hail Mary pass. I bluffed her when we were in mediation for divorce. Um, you know, my I had two demands. Uh, I, I said, I I'll bend over for everything else, but here's my two demands. Uh, one, I get 50-50 custody. Two, my, uh, my youngest has to stay in this school district until he graduates high school. You can fuck me over on anything else. I'll give you 50% more child support. I told her that. Then I gave you it during the last divorce. Uh, she said, hell no, we're going to the old decree. I said, I looked at her and I said, okay, well, I'm going to, if I get, if I do one thing, I'm going to make you explain to the judge 
why you who committed adultery should have should have the right to move him from school district to school district to school district. So yeah. two days later, uh, or because you committed adultery. So two days later, yeah. her, her lawyer that doesn't matter anymore. Basically says, oh, I don't want to fight, or she doesn't want to fight. She doesn't want to go through this. So we we did we we did another mediation. Um, this time she said, oh, what about that, or what about I had I had it in agreement. The two things that I needed: 50-50, joint custody, and um, my kid has to stay up here because I knew she was going to move him down to the city, probably in the ghetto, mm. and, and he'd be fucked. Right. So, um, so that. But then what I also got was when she inevitably moved down, she had to drive in order to go to school. She had to drive him up. 45 minute trip each way. So eventually that turned into, I had both kids five to seven days a week. And that's where I am today. Um, now, are you still paying her child support, even though you have primary custody? No. I, I got it removed and I'm marking the calendar every single overnight. So oh God, you're breaking up really bad. Hello? Hello? Bueller? Bueller? Oh, hold on. It was me. I got moved to the quiet room. Fucking Discord, man. <sighs> it was my. Right. Uh, hold on. I, I would, hold on. Stop. I was in the. I was, I was moved to the quiet room. I was moved to the quiet room, so I didn't hear the last 15 seconds of what you said. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I was. It moved to the quiet room. Because Discord. Okay, so, so now because basically she can't take them fifty percent of the time. I do have them uh, five to seven nights a week. You know, I that's that's I got lucky. Oh, hold on, I so, hold on, stop talking. Domestic abuse is the same talking. way. Yes, a woman will never call the cops on the guy that abusing them because they know that pimp hand is strong. Yet they will file false allegations on a nice guy just because he mad her mad. Yeah, look, um, it sounds like a paradox, but you have to understand women are emotional. So, yes, they have, here's the thing, they have all these laws and, and all this stuff to protect them and let them fuck over men. But at the end of the day, they know that a man is two to three times stronger than her and can kill her in a hundred different ways before the cops show up. So when when a woman is like genuine, like knows this guy isn't fucking around, she's not gonna fuck with him. But if she knows he's a nice guy, yeah, she will absolutely fuck him. And what's funny is the laws are created to basically they're created for the men that women they're like they're hoping that by empowering women so much, women will uh, stand up to these these guys who can intimidate them physically. But you know the the saying goes when se when seconds matter, the cops are minutes away. It doesn't matter, like what laws you pass women are still weaker than men slower than men uh, a woman is look it's going to take the cops at least 10 minutes to get there and if the guy's serious that's nine and a half more minutes than he needs so you know if you <laughs> it doesn't matter like you could pull this shit like oh he touched me look at the bruises that i gave myself yeah you could play that shit but again if you know he's not fucking around that's not a good that's not a good idea that is not a good idea at all. So it, it's kind of ironic that the nice guys are the ones who get fucked by the system, but the the actual 
the actual guys, the actual ones who, who are more likely to turn to violence and actual domestic violence, not bullshit domestic violence. They're the ones who women don't fuck with because they're genuinely afraid of them. So I don't, again, I don't know why you can't hear Celestina. So are you not in Discord or how does this even, how is this even happening? Oh God, now I can't hear anyone. I'm not sure what it is. Um, he's in Discord, but I honestly don't know why he can't hear Celestina. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I hear okay. Celestina. Yeah. Yeah, everyone should, but he obviously can't because I have to keep telling him to be quiet. So All he's, right, but... is he still there? Because now I can't, I can't, is he even there anymore? Uh, I'm here, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's still well, here. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, to, I don't know what kind I, of sound I... setup you have. Okay. You're, well, okay, you're roboting. Let's... Okay, I I don't know. You okay, so you're, yeah, I can I can hear you. Yeah, you're just you're okay, roboting so... and you're not hearing the alerts. But okay, let's just wrap it up. So because I don't right. know what's going on. Okay, so yeah, let's let's go ahead and try to finalize this because it's been about almost been about forty minutes now. So let's let's go ahead and finalize. Yeah. So any final thoughts or moral? What what like obviously. Filipino women are not different than Western women. It's the same goddamn thing. It's a system. Uh, you know, obviously, Asian women can be just as vindictive as... It doesn't matter what kind of traditional country they came from. They are quickly educated about how the laws benefit them in America. And it's not that they were corrupted. It's not that she fell into a bad crowd. It's that the laws in America, in Western countries in general, just empower women to do this. So the only solution, if you want good women, is you have to disempower them. It's not like a genetic thing. It's just women. It is. I, I look at this uh, MGTOW. I look at it like it's just quitting smoking. Because women are so fucking... Relationships, sex, all of it. It's just bad for you. The happiest year of my life was the year I decided I'm not going to date. And, yeah. um, and, and I just... I have my focus. You know, it's my kid. I, I get him all the time. I, her and I are, we get along okay. We don't fight anymore, I don't think. But I'm not in the clear for five more years. And I know that. Until he's 18, until he's on his own, I'm not in the clear. So I, I want to thank you, TFM, for everything you've done to me because I feel like you changed my life. And oh, I, I hope I tell that. That, I, that I gave you something that was entertaining and that will help somebody out there. So that's all yeah. I have to say. All right. All right. Well, th thank you. Thank you. Um, no, you're like your story is important because it it proves a number of points. This whole I'm going to go to Eastern Europe or I'm going to go to Asia and I'm going to find a good traditional woman. I mean, you could ask Richard Spencer about how his Eastern European wife worked out. He's getting divorce raped right now. So, no, there is no magical land of good women. There are no waltz. There are merely women who live in cultures where men don't put up with their shit. And the funny thing is, is we can have that in America. We can easily, we could become that country. We could make America great again by taking women's rights away so they stop fucking with families and everything. But that requires you to disempower women. And uh, that doesn't seem, no one seems to be interested in that. They, like, m men like you, they just fall on the sword because they love their kids. Uh, the right kind of blames men for putting their dick in crazy. Hey, TFM. I just watched DDJ's new video on Ireland and the new law that you can be charged with DV just for hurting her feelings. They just destroyed the future of their population. I am yep. so glad I have stayed red pill for over 20 years. Yeah, yeah, for D DDJ's video, 
basically they're saying coercive control is now punishable by jail time. Now, coercive control is not giving your wife or girlfriend your money. Like if you restrict access to your money, that's coercive control. If you don't let her cheat on you, if you uh, keep tabs on her because she's got a, a history of whatever, that's coercive control. And you can go to jail for five years. So they're basically, st again, I keep telling people this, the laws are getting worse by the year. So even if you think the laws are tolerable now, they're getting worse, not better. So every man has their line. I don't know what your line is. Is it going to jail for not giving your wife or girlfriend unlimited access to your money? Is that your line where you finally walk away from women? I don't know, but every man has their line, and you will reach your line. And this only stops when men stop it. There is no point where women will say, okay, that's enough. Uh, that's enough unearned privileges. I guess we'll... Uh, I guess we're done here. I guess we, we can, we're satisfied. No, that will never happen. They will only keep demanding more until men take their rights away. So, you know, you call me crazy, call me an extremist, whatever the fuck, I'm right. And eventually you will reach your line too. And then we will finally solve this problem, but not a day before. So let me know when you're ready, because I'm ready. And some, and some, and a lot of those men, I believe their line is when they stop breathing. That's just me. Yeah, some guys, you're right. They, there is no point. Like, I mean, like we have, we've had articles where women are, they murder their man, they murder their kids, they abuse their kids. Like, and the the system just gives them a pass. And you see, the average guy, not just the cucks, not the male feminists, the average guy, is like, well, he picked the wrong one. Yeah, he uh, he put his dick in crazy. He wasn't alpha enough. No matter what, like, and I've even asked these guys, is there anything the woman can do that would make you blame her? And they they think about it. If they're honest, they're like, no, there's nothing a woman can do that would blame. So because the average guy blames the man for everything, then women aren't the problem. See, if the problem is men just aren't alpha enough, then the solution isn't take women's rights away. It's a I don't know I don't know like buy my book and go to my seminar and become alpha I don't know what the fuck buy my soap but th if that's if that's that's fucking retarded it's just I understand men want to men love women men want they don't want to hurt women I understand that but you know like when everything hits the fan millions of people are going to die so like do you love women so much you worship pussy so much you're willing to die for it like a fucking praying mantis is that what an alpha male is now is the guy willing to get his head eaten off for sex? Apparently. I was going to say, know. I was. I talked to a guy the other day who... Uh, somebody had said something about loneliness, and I just said, look, you know, your male brain can be easily tricked. Just get a doll. It'll solve that problem. Yep. And somebody had arrogantly responded something like, uh, the people who go to dolls to solve lo loneliness are the most lonely of people. And I just, because I knew this person knew how bad shit was. So I just said, really, you're going to go off and you're going to choose to get divorced, rape. And like, I don't remember what all I had said, but I basically said, you know, what we're talking about. And he just immediately get, went right to the, uh, you know, that's gay. That's, that's not manly. That's whatever. Right. I'm like, yeah. So, so again, jerking off to porn, watching other people have sex. And letting a dude give you a hand job, that's totally hetero. But fucking a beautiful fe feminine doll, that's gay. Only gays fuck beautiful women. They, real men get hand jobs from dudes and watch other guys have sex. 
That's the real manly thing to do. Not fuck beautiful women. Fucking retards. Honestly, it's yeah. kind of depressing to think about because I, I, I can't put myself in that mindset. Like, you're so stuck on the gratification well, of no I, I, it, it's I, not I, it's not it's not gratification it's not about sex it's about validation well, they validate I mean. they validate like, their they, masculinity they, and their identity no because that's what they were taught uh a man like okay you were taught your i was taught my entire life that my i should be the why do i need a good job so i can provide for my family N- not every for a man everything is about someone else your purpose as a man is to serve others uh, so you need to take care of your wife and family. You need to do this. Like it's always for someone else. That's just how. That's just how it's always been. So a man, like, so if you aren't taking care of anyone else, you aren't a man. Your identity as a man, your masculinity, is through validation. So when a woman validates you with sex or by you know being the mother of your children, that validates your masculinity. So if a woman doesn't, or if you reject women, you're not a real man because your entire identity as a man is tied up with a woman. You, you, like basically, you are half a human being, and the woman completes you. So if you don't have a woman, you're not a complete person. That is what it's about. It's not about sex because honestly, these guys, whatever. It's a lot of these guys live in shitty marriages where they don't even have sex. And they take that deal. Like, oh, yeah, I live in a sexless marriage. I haven't had my pee-pee touched in 10 years. You know, what are you going to do? Just another day in the life, living the dream. Like, they're not even having sex. And I've seen studies where uh, guys in committed relationships watch porn more, like, than people who aren't. So, like, yeah, it's crazy times. Well, I was raised pretty much this, well, not... To a large degree, I was raised the same way, but it, it just took a few times of being burnt and, you know, paying attention. I think, like, that's what I don't understand. How can you, how can you go through such a traumatic experience of, of, of metaphorically getting your uh, praying mantis head ripped off, and then you're like, oh, I'm just going to do that again. Like, that's well, what I can't get. Well, it's, they don't see an alternative. Again, it's not about sex. It's about validation. And also, the guys who are divorce raped, who choose not to take care of their kids, they're like, oh, you're a deadbeat dad. There's no shame on the woman for breaking up the family because, what is it, it's like 70 or 80% of divorces are initiated by the woman for, I'm not happy. Not because he was, he was beating her, not because he was a bad father, but I'm not happy. That's why the, the marriage, but it's his fault. He's a deadbeat dad if he doesn't fall on the sword and take care of her kids that the state gave her. Like, look, here's, this will fucking blow your mind. So if you're gay, like a lesbian couple or a gay male couple, uh, you always get 50-50 custody. There's no bias against either partner in gay relationships. But heterosexual relationships, it's like 93-7 towards the woman. So you're better off, like, like it's just it's insane. Like the misandry, like, like gay men get a better shake than straight men because of the woman. But again, what are you going to do about it? No one's going to do shit. Everyone's like, oh, we got to take care of those kids. Oh, she she was brainwashed by the Jews or whatever fucking retarded bullshit you want to blame other than actually doing anything about the women. So yep. they, it's, um, it's always it's either the man's fault, which means that women aren't the problem. Taking away their rights certainly isn't the solution if it's the the man's fault. So I don't know. I don't know how to red pill these guys. They, like, if your own enslavement and death isn't enough to red pill you, I don't think you can be red pilled. Like, yeah, what can I what can I say? 
Right. What can I? Uh, what can I? Th- what can, not threaten you with, but what can I try to wake you up to the danger of if your own enslavement and death isn't enough? I guess those people just cannot be saved. If they want to die a slave, then they're going to die a slave. There's but nothing they're the majority really... of the population. Like, well, the majority fuck. of population is just going to suffer that fate. Yeah, something. That's, that's just how it, it works. It comes. It comes to the basic fact that um, unless until you actually. Um, put yourself above her, as in you value your own life above this other person. Um, these guys aren't going to do anything. Yeah, that, that's really they they val again they validate their humanity, not just their masculinity, their humanity. They don't consider a man without a woman to be a human being. So, like as far as they're concerned, if they don't have a woman, they're not even a human being. They're not. No one's alive without a woman's validation. So, like, well, think about how many guys are more interested with philosophy and self-actualization compared to women. Women don't need to. Men are always struggling to free themselves, and to free themselves from what? Her and the system and the gynocentrism. So basically, a, a man is always drowning and trying to breathe. That's why he's got this existential um, desire and interest in science. I mean, um, you you guys before the show talking um, about theory of relativity, our progress is all about us trying to survive because we don't have it easy. We're, we're drowning a lot of time and a lot. And what's happening now is that we're drowning so much. Um, anyway, I went off there a bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, it's you're fine. Wrong. You're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not wrong. It's, it's just, yeah, this, we can go down this rabbit hole for hours. Um, if I knew right. how to red pill these men, I would, I, I'd be doing it. I don't know how. I don't like. All I can do is try to educate them that women are not the end all be all of your existence, but they don't listen. Saudi Arabia is giving their women more and more rights. I know, I know. I've been talking to Sheer. He he lives inside. He knows. Like what happened was is the the new prince. He's trying to, he's trying to, uh, I guess, improve relations with the U.S. So one of the thing, one of the criticisms of Saudi Arabia is obviously they don't give their women rights. So he, what he's doing is, and I can kind of understand this. Saudi Arabia is extremely dependent on oil. Their entire economy is based on basically one export, and they see that that is, puts them in a very vulnerable position. So they need to attract other industries to Saudi Arabia other than oil, so that they're not completely dependent on one industry. In order to do that, they have to you know, play nice with the West. In a lot of countries, uh, they won't do business in Saudi Arabia because of their the way they treat their women. So it's all about money. I hate to say it, but that's really what it's all about. So he's... Now, they're trying... Like, yes, they're letting women drive and they're letting women vote in provincial elections, but they're also, like, uh, coming down on these feminists who are trying to subvert the government. So they're, they're trying to see if they can find a, a third way I don't think there is a third way, but I understand their position. The pro- honestly, the problem is America. When, when people talk about American imperialism, like if you remember we were talking about tariffs the other week and Plummer was saying we could export our human rights and our values to the world because we're the tip of the spear and all the other shit he was saying. That's what's going on. But instead of exporting American values, we're exporting feminism. This is the power where we get away from free trade and we get into using our muscle to bully the world into acting the way we want and dangling money in front of their face. We don't promote freedom and liberty. We promote American authoritarianism and feminism. 
So hooray for free for free uh, trade. Boo tariffs and American imperialism. Boo, I say. Right. But also, um, okay, our guest is actually still here. He didn't get to say his final piece, but <laughs> I, yeah, I understand we got to move on. But oh. I, I wanted to ask him this one question before we go at the very least. Now, was your now was the woman that she had married, was she religious at all? Was she like like devout Catholic or something? Yes, uh, she was a Jehovah's Witness. Well, her family was a Jehovah's Witness. She came here. About six months after we married, she be, went back with the Jehovah's Witness. Okay. Because the reason I bring this up, I mean, the reason I ask you this is because I know there are some some Christian or maybe Muslim people also listening to this saying that, well, if I find a devout Christian woman, then, then yeah, then I won't find myself getting divorced rate, you know, because she'll be into the Bible and then she'll have God, Jesus, and the Holy Ghost in her heart. But that's not a guarantee. You see, as you can my see, mother, that it's already... I hate to cut you off, but... Something that strikes really close. Hold on. Uh, I know. Stop boycotting Mexican beer. Just buy Canadian beer. Someone needs to pay all these single moms. Yes. Okay. Someone's going to pay for all this free health care. All right. All right. All right. Now, all right. why were you cutting me off again? Um. So, my, my most extremely religious people I've ever met in my life. And at the age of when I was seven... My parents divorced, proposed by my mother, of course. And ever since then, like, yeah, she'll harp on and on about what the Bible says about whatever. Do you think she ever turns that critical biblical gaze on her decisions to divorce whenever I was seven? The answer right. is no. no. Right. And that's, and that's essentially what I was trying to get to here. Because now I grew up in a very strict Christian household, a black one at that. I mean, super patriarchal, I all I might also add. And did it stop divorces from happening? No. I remember I had this aunt who I admired so much because like, oh yeah, she's like this great woman of God. I hope to marry someone like her someday. And she takes care of her kids. She's gorgeous. And she's this and that. And it turns out that one day she has a midlife crisis. You know, she completely backs, backslides and essentially starts um, banging around again. And this is something that now my uncle said that God told him that he was going to marry her someday. And she even told it to him before they got married. And and bam, it happened. It just goes to show you that even if God tells you to marry someone, there's still a chance you're going to get Hosea. There's no guarantee. And being religious doesn't mean that she's a Nawalt either. Just as you found out now. And I have several other examples, which I won't drag on. I won't bore you all with it. I'm just just wanted to put that out there. Uh, Shogun, can I say something? Just one little point. Um, her parents in in the village in a village out in the Philippines, in a basically patriarchal society, she has seven brothers and sisters, four brothers, three sisters. So, <laughs> I mean, there's there's your fertility issue. They're together. I think that they're they're okay. They're happy because of the system that they are they're in. But in in that culture and. I mean, that, that, I, in my opinion, that's the only way that I guess if you really need that marriage, mm -hmm. you can make it work. Is if you move, if, if you agree to live in a in a in a shithole somewhere, 
Mm-hmm. Um, live in the village, yeah, then maybe it. you can make that work. But yeah, anyway, if you if, um, if you want to know where the good women are, just uh, go to a third world country where women don't have rights and never come back. Right, Amazingly, never come back all is a big thing. all the women, all the all women are the same everywhere. Again, look at my video where it has the the Muslim no go zone, where the the reporter was interviewing Muslim women, saying how they're mistreated and how they need the government to step in. These are Muslim women. And they were saying it to a reporter, but then when the men showed up, they shut the fuck up. Because they knew those men would fucking show them the pimp hand, and that's it. That's that's how these Muslim no-go zones keep their pimp hands strong. It's really here's here's the truth. This is the thing that's kind of it kind of pisses me off is uh, women can't do anything on their own. They're too weak. They only can do what men permit them to do. So if you don't like how what women are doing, basically it's your fault. You have empowered them to do these things. So you can stop it. You just have to, uh, you have to do it. Yep. So, um, with that being said, just want to say thank you, SP Dirty, for coming on to the show. I, I appreciate it. And yeah. you're welcome to join us in the patron pit after the show, if you like. And you you can also stay in the live room and listen. To- thank yep. you. All right. Yep, you're welcome. Good stuff. So, right. um, are you going to answer some banana questions, or are your hands too busy playing the game? No, it, it's fine. I, you die so much in this game that start, stopping the game isn't that much of a big deal. All right, let's do some okay. banana questions. All right, let's see. Uh, um, men more platonically... Okay, so bad grammar alert. Men more platonically affectionate in the past... But now, why do women seem to shame men for being close? Um, that just that's feminism brainwashing. They're trying to tell women they need to be more masculine. Because okay, here's the thing. This is kind of funny. I, I this isn't my observation. It's something that I've seen. Remember, okay, remember Aliens? Remember Ripley from Aliens? So she was Aliens was like an action horror movie, and the main protagonist was a woman, but she didn't act masculine. Ripley was feminine. She was trying to protect children. Uh, you know, she like she was a feminine female action hero in Aliens. And she acted realistically. It was a great yeah, movie. She went I, back I, to the she went back to get the cat in the first movie. Like right, so, Well, whatever. My point is though, is uh, there was a time when <laughs> you could have strong, empowered women that were uh, feminine. Now what do you see? You see basically masculine, basically writers will write what will be traditionally a masculine role and give it to a woman. Or they will make a female character have extremely masculine traits. And so this, what it is, is it actually shows how stupid feminism is. Because rather than promoting the masculine over the feminine, which is what you would think feminism would be trying to do, they're trying to appropriate the masculine for women. But women aren't masculine. Masculinity is literally the traits and characteristics which separate men from women and are largely determined by hormones which women don't have. So it's stupid, but one of these one of the characteristics of this appropriation of masculinity by feminism is they're trying to masculinize women and feminize men, but then women are they it's kinda like I don't I don't even know how to describe this. They don't know how to be men because they aren't men. So what they do is they act the way 
their feminist professors and everybody told them how men are. So since men are big, giant, retarded assholes, then when a woman is trying to flex her masculinity and, and be all dominant and wear the pants, she becomes a domineering asshole because she thinks that's what masculinity is. She thinks that's what she's expected to do as, you know, the head of the household or whatever. And it's just fucking pathetic and sad and very unattractive. But that's that's feminism. And honestly, women, it makes them miserable. At the end of the day, they're on all kinds of antidepressants. They're alone with their cats and dildos. And they're miserable. They're not doing themselves any favors. But whatever. Fuck them. I don't give a shit anymore. We're going to take their rights away. It'll, it'll solve all, everything. But until and we don't need women to give us permission to take their rights away. We just need men to get off their fucking asses, quit being cucks and manginas, quit blaming Jews for everything, and get on board to the fucking patriarchy train. We're going to toot, toot, toot all the way to the restoration of men's authority. Or we can be replaced by Muslims. Your choice. Oh, my goodness. So this is a random question. I don't even know if I'm even equipped to handle this question. Um, hey, TFM, how do I come out to my family telling them I'm an atheist as they are Jehovah Witnesses? Look, honestly, belief is something like most people who go to church really don't believe in it. In fact, uh, I talked to a guy who he belonged to this kind of primitive Baptist church. And he was basically there for the culture. Most people go to religion. They, they, they associate with certain religion because their family's that religion or because they associate with the culture around that religion. They don't really actually believe that there's a, there's a deity that hears your prayers and um, is waiting for you in an afterlife. They don't believe in any of that stuff. They just go to church because it's part of their culture. So just consider whatever. Jehovah Witness is part of your family's culture. So just go through the motions. Like you don't have to believe it. I mean, women say they love you and they don't believe it. Huh. Good one. So I know. I'm pretty proud of that. All right, our next question. TFM, what are the chances of being accused of sexual harassment or rape at the local DMV department store or bank by female employees behind the counter? Should I be worried? And if so, what do I do to protect myself? Well, no, because those places have cameras. Uh, you might be accused, but there's a camera. So you'll be vindicated. And also there's witnesses. So women tend not to make wild accusations when there's witnesses and cameras because there's evidence. Because a woman accuses you of something, like they want to accuse you where there's no other evidence, so it's just her word against yours because then she wins. But if she accuses you of something and there's cameras and witnesses and none of them back up her story, she's, she can't lie. I mean, she could lie, but she's going to be vindicated or you're going to be vindicated by the evidence. So you should be fine at the DMV, department stores, banks, and so forth. Just make sure you stay in, like, public places. Um, you should be okay. For now. Who knows how crazy the laws are going to get in the future. Maybe video evidence and witnesses are going to be deemed inadmissible by court. And it's going to be literally her word against yours. No matter how much evidence you have, it's all inadmissible. And just do not pass go. Report directly to jail for being a man. Will that be your line? Is that when we take women's rights away? Who knows? All right. How would you break up with a current girlfriend who has suicidal tendencies? Fucking <laughs> tell her, don't jump, and then take out a camera. Okay. <laughs> now jump. <laughs> wow. TFL, and then that is fucking hard. World star hip hop, baby. You just got to rip the band aid off. Just do well, it. Well, yeah. All, and these women, oh, let me tell you something. So women use threats of suicide. If that, like, again, words are magic spells. 
If lying about a pregnancy will keep you, they'll lie about a pregnancy. If threatening suicide will keep you, they'll threaten suicide. Whatever it takes to keep you. So based on this first sentence of your question, how do you break up with your current girlfriend who has suicidal tendencies? She is using the threat of suicide to keep you around. That is her magic spell. She's preying on your empathy towards her and your desire for her not to hurt herself to keep you around when you want to. She knows you want to break up with her because she's insane. Are you going to live with like, here's the thing. You're, you're not going to marry her. God willing. Fucking Hanuman be praised. Hopefully you're not thinking about marrying her. So if you're not going to marry her, you're going to have to break up with her someday. So she's whatever she's going to do when you break up, she's going to do anyway. So just uh -huh. fucking cut the cord and let the chips fall where they may. It's not your problem. I And you know what? I'm willing to bet she's not going to kill herself. It was just a magic spell because she said whatever she had to say to get you to stay. So right now her magic spell is, I'll kill myself if you leave. But she's not going to. She's going to cry. She's going to fucking find a new boyfriend and ride his dick and forget all about you. Right. And on that note, uh, okay, I'm going to bring up another Tom Likas reference here. Now, okay. he's had uh, girlfriends that actually had done this to him. They tried to manipulate him saying that if you do this or do that or if you leave me, I'll kill myself. And what he essentially did was he walked out saying, okay, just don't try not to leave a mess on the floor. And did, did she kill herself? No. They typically do that for attention. Now, and, you know, and some people are real, might really hate me for saying this, but you know what? A lot of women fail at doing so many things, even killing themselves. There's a saying that, that goes like this. Men kill themselves just to kill themselves. Women say they're going to kill themselves because they want attention. And that's right. often the that's often how it works. I mean, there's even a statistic. I'm sorry, TFM. There's even a, a statistic that says that women attempt suicide more, but men yes. actually just do it more. Well, and also they count things like, you know, whatever. A woman, she'll say she, she tried to commit suicide by taking a lot of drugs or, or binging on alcohol, but it, it's not really. Like, yes, uh, there was even a story in the news about a woman who she lost her hair and she she tried to kill herself like over 10 times. So it, even in the article, she's attempted suicide over 10 times because she went bald. And it's like, Jesus Christ, that's why there's a wage gap. Bitches can't do anything right. Right. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's a huge difference when it comes to men and women trying to commit suicide is that when men do it, They'll either like jump off a crisp, put a uh, gun to the head, blow their head out. Uh, women, yeah. they'll take like a bunch of pills or do a bunch of drugs and say, "I hope I never wake up." They'll try to do it in a in a less well. Seemingly no, less they'll way. Do, when a woman basically women do it as a cry for help and a cry for attention. Men, they do it to stop the pain. Right. So it's yep. it's com it's completely different. It's not even remotely similar. And that should inform guys as to. Um, women even think they're important, too important to kill. And um, men also think women are too important. I mean, that's the whole reason why, in this case, um, men are kind of worried, oh, she, 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 she said she's going to kill herself if I leave. It's like, fuck, you know, most guys will live, her, live for her, take on the responsibility for her life, like living for her and working for her and being responsible for all. And now you're going to take responsibility for her life, whether she chooses to kill herself as well. This is a thing guys need to sort of value themselves more. Once you start valuing yourself more, it's like, it doesn't matter what she does. I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't do anything. You, you, whatever you do to yourself, it's not on me. Sorry. You're not going to put that on me. Like I have 
uh, compassion and sympathy for people, but not when they blackmail you with, um, do I'm going to do this unless X, Y, and Z. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's again, but you want to understand that women just say whatever to get the desired result. So the desired result is they don't want you to break up with them. They haven't found your replacement yet. So most likely, like she lives with him. And so she doesn't want to find a new place to live. So based on her desire to not find a new place to live, she is trying to figure out what is the magic spell I can cast that will keep me, him from breaking up with me. So is faking a pregnancy going to work? No. Okay. What if I threaten suicide? Like, this is very common. This isn't like, oh, man, I've never run into this before. No, this happens all the goddamn time. And they're not, they're just talking shit, trying to get you to not break up with them. So you just tell them to go fuck themselves. Break up with them. Pretend like you didn't hear them. They're like, look, you're going to kill yourself? I don't give a shit. Get the fuck out of my house. Start throwing her shit into the front yard. Here you go. Bye. And what she's gonna she's not gonna kill herself. What she's gonna do is she's gonna cry to some other guy, be like, eh, and he told me to kill myself. Uh, like the story will magically go from her threatening to kill your, herself if you left to you telling her to kill herself because in her memory, she's always the victim. You're always the bad guy. No responsibility. It is female kryptonite. That's so that's that's that. I think we're good on that question now. Yep. All right. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Before the next question, I wanted to ask you, um, are you going to do a giveaway tonight? Because somebody was asking about. Oh, shit. I forgot to. You know uh, what we could do? Okay. So, yeah, well, we could do a giveaway. I mean, the sponsor doesn't care. Um, you know what? Like, you know what's funny is they told me, like, they sold out of the, you know how we did the, the, the giveaway of the $10 green pocket pussy with the plastic shell, kind of like a flashlight? So they uh -huh. sold out of those. Now they have blue ones. So they sold out of the green ones. They had to update their website because so many people bought them. So, no, they, they love it. This is working out very well for their company. So uh, let's uh, let's do the blue one now. Let's see if we can have them completely sell. Because it's, it's still a good deal. I mean, you're thinking like a pocket puts is usually 10 to $15, sometimes $20 for just the, the silicone pocket pussy. You put the plastic shell around it, put a little vibrating bullet in it. You're, you're talking at least $25, $30. And this one is $10. It has the pocket pussy. It has the plastic shell. It has the little vibrator bullet. And you're thinking, what's the vibrator bullet for? So if you've ever stuck a vibrator up a chick's ass and fucked her doggy style, you feel the vibrations on your dick. So that it feels like that. So just And if you haven't done that, give it a shot. Just take a, a vibrating dildo and shove it up your girl's asshole and then fuck her doggy style. It's, it's, a, it's a bit of all right. And there, and she won't complain. She'll she'll be digging it. At least the freaks will. I don't know. Every girl's different, I suppose. Right. So it's a bl it's a blue pocket puss. It's it's basically the green one from last week, but it, it's blue on the website because they sold out of the green ones. Okay. So yeah, yeah. There you go. It's pretty popular. But yeah, we'll give one of those away. And you, again, co use code turd to save fifteen percent at fondlove.com. And they have they're really good price. Like you know, a lot of these websites are really overpriced, but uh, no, they, they have really good deals. And then you save an additional fifteen percent. So yeah, definitely check them out. All right, let's do one more question, and then we'll open up the Tism spigots. Okay. All right. Uh, good hey, because there's. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh well, I was just gonna. You had something to say before I read the question? Yes. Um. I. I mean, I can't wait till we get to the phone lines because they're and because that white nationalist guy. He's been really, really wanting to talk to you, and I really want to hear what the guy has to say. So, 
God. I'm hoping he's listening, and I'm hoping that he's that he does get through. All right. Oh, uh, God. You know what's funny is I, I'm trying to help them. I'm trying to save their race from going extinct, and it's like they're fighting me every step of the way. And if, at some point, I'm just like, "Fuck you, then." I'm tired. You're fucking dead weight. I'm trying to help your dumb ass, and all you're doing is fighting me like a fucking child throwing a tantrum. Fuck you. All right, anyway. All right, the question goes, Hey, Monkey, I hear a lot of talk about how you can become whatever kind of engineer without a degree. I know it varies from different kinds, but do you think you could clarify this confirmation? Is it bullcrap? Do you just get experience and a foot in the door from the fathers and projected it upon other guys? Uh, no, to be an engineer, you have to get a degree if you want to, the title of an engineer. You can engineer something in your basement, I guess. I mean, you can invent something and engineer it yourself. Uh, you could, like, learn how to machine tools and become a machinist. You know, like, you don't, need to go, you don't need to go to school. If you want to work somewhere, you need that piece of paper. But if you're just going to make something yourself, yeah, you can just make it yourself. I mean, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs didn't go to school to learn how to make, you know, Apple and Microsoft. So if you are smart enough and you, you, you can teach yourself design. In fact, I, I watched a, not a documentary per se, but it was talking about Nintendo all of the senior executives of Nintendo, like all the former CEOs and all the big executives of Nintendo, they started in like the 70s and 80s um, just programming video games as a hobby. They didn't go to school. They just liked video games and they made them. They were in there at the ground floor designing video games from the beginning just as a hobby. So, you know, the, the fallacy is they create these degrees and then the employers start demanding the degrees. Like uh, 50 years ago, there was no such thing as a journalism degree. You just wrote articles and people hired you if they liked your articles and, you know, whatever. You didn't go to school to be a journalist. But then colleges started offering journalism degrees and then employers started demanding journalism degrees. But at the end of the day, you can write an article for a blog or a website, become a freelancer without a degree and... A company can decide if they like your work to hire you or not. So there's a myth that you need a degree for everything. However, if you want to work for someone as an employee, a degree is going to be a way for them to choose you over another candidate. If the other candidate has a degree and you don't, you're probably not going to get hired. That's literally the only way a degree becomes useful. But if you have a reputation, if you have a portfolio of work, like I've talked about how uh, if you're going to if you're going to code you're better off coding and having a portfolio of programs and, and games that you've programmed yourself to show up an employer than to have a degree in computer science. Your, your degree in computer science is kind of meaningless because they don't know what you can do. If I can show you a portfolio of work, here's a game I programmed, here's this I programmed, I can program, here's my work. I can show you my portfolio. That is far more powerful than a degree. But you have to have the self-motivation to go teach yourself and become good enough to create a portfolio that's going to impress someone at a job interview. Yeah, and I can attest to that because, you know, working in that field for X number of years, that is what helped me the most because I didn't have a degree. So I couldn't actually use that as leverage. So I had to do other th things. I had to do projects, take some jobs that I didn't really want or didn't care about. And I had to do them to the best of my ability until I was finally able to get the job that I wanted, which is a driver developer, which is not what not a lot of people know how to do stuff like that. Yeah, not not very sexy either. It's like, look at all the drivers I developed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it it only sounds impressive to certain people. You want to see my wizard girl? Level. You want to see my installation wizard? 
Yeah. I I got well, goobies you'll take home to show your mama. Yeah, and look at that and look at all these polygons in my game. Yeah, mm. that's it's it's exactly. pretty edgy. It's pretty edgy. Well, polygons are edgy because they have many sides. Exactly. <laughs> polygons are the ultimate edge lords. All right, let's open up the Tism spigots. So uh, let's hold on. Let me get my voice meter because I got to do some buttoneering. So let me turn on Skype. A lot of times there'll be some message beeps. So let me clear those out before people call in. Okay. Yeah. I'm also logged into Skype. All right. Yeah. So, uh, human, or do you want to be part of the conversation, Hermit? Or do you just want to hang out? Yeah, I open oh. Skype. Okay. Hold on. Let's see what Mom, could is. you do more shows if you get more Patreon subscribers? Maybe a daily show? <sighs> um, I'm so busy as is. Basically, there is a Patreon tier called Quit Day Job, which I'm getting further and further away from because everybody's everybody's deleting Patreon, which I totally understand. Fuck Patreon. Fuck Patreon deep and hard in the ass with no lube. But there's no alternative. Subscribestar is basically, they're going to go the way of maker support. Um, I do postings to Subscribestar, but I don't expect to ever see a dime out of them. They're probably going to shut down pretty soon because they got deplatformed by PayPal. Uh, so we're kind of stuck with Patreon and everyone keeps ringing at me to go crypto. I can't pay my bills with crypto, my dude. So I don't know. Uh, maybe Dave, Dave Rubin and Jordan Peterson, they're working on something. Maybe that comes to something. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it turns into another subscribe star. From what I've seen, all roads lead back to Stripe and PayPal. So until another payment processor stands up to them. And honestly, it's like, there's like a Silicon Valley cartel where they're just strong-arming anyone who doesn't play ball. So I think some antitrust lawsuits have to happen. I think the Supreme Court might have to get involved. Uh, again, the right has two years. If, if this doesn't get sorted out by 2020, when Trump's up for re-election, it's going to be civil war. But eh, I, I get it. Anyway, back to the, the, the question. Um, if I made enough on Patreon to where I can quit my day job, yeah, I could do something. I could do like daily content, a daily stream. Right now, though, I have to balance my streams, my content, my day job, um, and I do. I, I don't know. Like I work too much. I work sixteen-hour days as is. I simply can't add any more, or I'd have a mental breakdown. So, so I got to cut something out. So we'll see. Anyway, without further ado, let us. Uh, Unleash the tism. We need like an intro. We sh I'm gonna make an intro. Like unleash the tit. Like uh. Oh, you know what? I should have Moses from the Ten Commandments, like parting the Red Sea. But it's like unleashing the tism. That'd be awesome. That'll really and fucking put, troll the alt right. And to put right. Danis's uh, uh head on the on Moses or something. All right, hold on. Let's uh. All right, give me a second to. Oh, hung up. And hello, you there? Hello? All right, okay, give me a second to add everyone. I gotta add like three people to the call. So give me a second. All right, so that's Shogun, Hermit. I gotta do this manually, I apologize. And then human. No, it's I'm not. I'm not. It's it's not your fault. Hold on. 
All right, and all right. waiting on human and humans joining. All right, we're all here. Welcome, caller. All right. Hello. 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 Hey. Hey. Hello. How's up, Joe? What's up, no TFM? Oh, oh I not a whole lot. Have a... Yeah, I just wanted to call in and have like a just a small chat about a libertarian theory. If you have the time. Oh sure, it's, you know you're the guest. What's oh up? yeah, so something that I've noticed really about the whole libertarianism thing, how it might not appeal to like the poor, is that mm -hmm. really that when it comes to come getting into the idea that they since they're starting out struggling and then uh, how can I put it, uh, people who don't really have like the kind of skills or knowledge or really like the assets to kind of start off into really building their own wealth, like independent of assistance from the government, mm -hmm. it's kind of hard for them to find the appeal in that kind of, uh, in that kind of ideology. But right. for me, like I had a lot of like leftist friends that I kind of brought along into it because I've talked to them more and more about how really the government isn't like the best route into, uh, I don't know, into finding independence, especially like economic independence. That's true. That's so, what you're, what yeah. About. So basically, uh, libertarianism is the ideology of winners, because if you're a win, I don't mean that like as I'm putting anyone down. But here's the thing: the people who need the government to take care of them and protect them are people who can't make it on their own by definition. So if you are a winner, you want the government out of your way. The government is getting in your way because you're a winner. If you're a loser, you need the government to protect you. You need the government to make things fair because you can't win. So the reason why the average person supports leftism is most, has a lot more to do with their perception of what benefits them. Politics is really just self-interest. So if they perceive yes. that um, the, the government is going to protect them from Fine. the big, scary, rich people, then they'll support the, the left. But if they perceive that the government is in their way and making them poor, they'll support the right. Generally, though, this mm -hmm. comes down to whether you're a taxpayer or not. Because if you generally, if you pay more in taxes and you receive in benefits, it is rational for you to support the right. And if you get more in benefits and you pay in taxes, it is rational for you to support the left. So the best way to change the demographics of the voter base is to create more taxpayers and create fewer tax recipients, which is why, you know, but... That would require uh, creating wealth and prosperity and cutting government spending. But the perception is this hurts the poor. And people perceive themselves as the poor. They think that they are the poor. And if and the evil, they see the rich as this evil alien race that's trying to enslave them. Um, I'm not really sure. Exactly. Yeah, so basically the only thing you can do, you can't teach them economic theory because everything's, they're emotional. Everything's about emotion. You have to teach them that they're, they can be better off like if they're smart if they're hard if you're hard working you have to teach them the best way to convert someone i guess to libertarianism is to teach them how economically mobile america is if you work hard mm -hmm. and don't have a kid as a fucking teenager and don't do drugs and whatever like you can be in the top 20 percent. like it's not hard to become in the upper quintile of society it's just a matter of making not making poor choices and also, you can do a better job yeah, of saving so, for your own retirement and doing all this other shit than the government can. But people, because they're emotional and they value security more than freedom, they want the government as a backup, and they're willing to give up their freedom to do it. But, you know, that's just emo they're emotional thinkers. That They're always going to be losers. That's, so. just exactly, um, yep. that's just exactly it. I know, like, I know that the emotional thinking is like the biggest blocker, especially for people who are currently economically struggling. Because these are the people, like, I'm speaking to 
what I'm advocating for. And the most success I've had is really kind of this my own method of kind of teaching uh, freedom through discipline. Okay. Because these are people who, like they've, like, they've been on the government dole before. They've been on and off it. And they're just looking at options. And really, I come through and I come and I start um, actually educating them on how they can fix their budgets, how they can start financing and do like microfinancing. And they've had a lot of success with that. And I just kind of noticed that really with, with the people who, who come up from like tougher circumstances, you know, like they, they grew up poor, like they came up poor, but they're not doing a lot better because they just focused and got their shit together and like actually started working their way up. Like they realized like the kind of truth to like discipline okay. will set you free. So, I'm hearing an echo. And you. So, like, yeah, who, um, I hear an echo also. Yeah, it just started, so I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Now, now it's gone. I think human needs to mute um, his stream on Discord. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I mean, if, if it appears like it's stopped now, or is yeah. it just only on his end? I, I, well, it's stopped now. So, um, But anyway, yeah, mm -hmm. so the, the thing is, is, again, the perception, like, for example, the minimum wage is a good example. Uh, the minimum wage hurts the poor by pricing out people whose labor is not worth the, the minimum wage. But it's hard to yeah, get people to understand that. Right. And there's also one thing I also want to, to remind you of that, that I know you brought up in the past DFM is that, like, when, especially when it comes to, like, a lot of the Democrats, they intentionally keep people poor because it's the poor people that vote for them. Yes. So, I mean, if the Democrats were to actually oh, yeah, bring a lot of uh, minorities out of poverty... And, and whatnot, I mean, not just minorities, but anybody of any race, then yeah, they wouldn't have a voter base. That's why that's why they like to have immigrants come in and they promise them free stuff. And they also bust them around um, in, in buses just so they can vote in more than one location so they can actually maintain power. Yep. Well, but okay, again, the case, yeah. so the problem is they don't understand economics. They don't understand how they've been told um, they're always going to be losers. They need the government. The rich are their enemy. Because that's what the media tells them. That's what the politicians tell them. Um, it's not true. They can a lot of times people who are poor are poor because of their own choices. There is vast economic mobility in America, unless you're disabled. Unless these guys are disabled and literally cannot work, they have the ability to become wealthy. Um, they just have to make better choices. But they perceive that they have no. There's no chance. There's no hope. Mm -hmm. Oh. There's some even disabled people have managed to find their niche. I can think of like someone like uh, Dr. Stephen Hawking. Oh, that's okay. That is. Don't bring up Stephen Hawking oh, yeah, as an like example of someone who's okay, disabled. Sorry, that's that's well, not yeah, like a fact. I know for a fact that there's uh, this one man. Um, he was like one of the last survivors of polio, and he's completely bedridden. He even still lives off an iron lung, but he makes like six figures as a lawyer because you know he can still read, still study the law, and he's pretty much a master of it. So yeah. You see stories like that all the time, and that's kind of the thing I also do, um, like reaching out with people with different disabilities and just really just teaching like market well, financing. Right. Along if, like okay. Being in being like in a that. wheelchair, being in a wheelchair and being retarded are two completely different things. Like you could be in a wheelchair right? and still be a lawyer. If you're fucking retarded, you're not going to do anything in life. You're always going to be dependent. But there's not that many. Right. Re I mean, well, there's not that many literal retards in the world. There's a lot of fucking people that I would qualify as retards, but that's just me. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's crazy how many retards have degrees now, too, right? Well, you know. The first thing, though, is they, it, they're they stupid, but they're also dangerous. Because they, they will take your freedom and your life away. Because, again, they perceive, if you are doing better than them, that you're oppressing them. 
So they think that you're oppressing them simply yeah. by by no other no other evidence needed other than you are doing better than them. You're more successful than them. Therefore, you're the enemy. So what do you do about them? Like, you can have compassion for them. Like, people are telling me a hard time because I had compassion for that male feminist who killed himself on the 420 show. But, look, I have compassion for I understand why these people are like that. I, like, just like I understand why people support communism. I understand it. I didn't say have mercy on them mm -hmm. during the purge. I just said I understand why they feel that way. And I have empathy for yeah. why they're in the situation. And I try to I try to help them. I want to wake you up and real, help you realize this isn't in your best interest. But if you ignore me and make yourself my enemy, then such is life. You know, you, this is the life you chose. I didn't want this for you. Uh, like I had a, I had a high school friend. You know, um, like it's just like the craziest shit. He actually got like sucked up into like the whole like Antifa Borg. Like he's legit part of them now, and oh. it's like. Like, I went to, like, high school with him and everything, and he went off to, uh, he went to California while I went to, like, a local college and went into the military. But, you know, we, we talked on and off, and then he disappeared for maybe four years or so, and I went to Japan on an appointment. But I came back, and I was, like, I was just on Facebook posting libertarian-type shit, talking about, like, finances, and he came on, he started, like, bashing my shit, talking about how it wouldn't work. And that there's like a revolution. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then, so me and him go into like our private messages and we go through this whole back and forth. And it turns out that he was full on like Bolshevik Marxist and shit. I'm mm -hmm. like, dude, what the fuck happened to you? And he went to college. He went like, to college. That's what happened. Yeah, he went to college in California, yep. no less. So, yeah. Now, here's the thing. What's like, funny is, like, there was a video I watched on YouTube called. What would happen if the Republicans and Democrats had a civil war? And this guy who's a centrist, he just broke it down based on, like, basic tactics. Um, if you look at the, the counties that vote Republican versus the counties that vote Democrat. That video. Yeah, it's the mm -hmm. Republicans would curb stomp the Democrats. Absolutely fucking rape their shit. Like, there'd be, there, there'd be some holdouts in some major cities. But that would be it. Like, the, the mm -hmm. Republicans would control 90% of the country, and also most of the military Republicans. Like, if they think this re this revolution is going to end well for them, what they're hoping for... Like, here's the thing. All they need to do, they're kind of, like, blowing their load too quickly. If they just sit down and shut the mm -hmm. fuck up... Yeah, the left wins in the long run because white people aren't having any kids, and most non-whites mm -hmm. vote for the left. So if they just sit down and shut up for a few more decades, they would win by default. But they just can't help themselves. So if they start a civil war now, they're going to lose. So yeah, play into our hands, yeah. Yeah, they're they're fucking stupid. But that's the thing; they're like sn snatching defeat from the jaws of victory because they just can't help themselves. And I think the saddest thing is like for the people who mostly advocate for like communism, things like that. It's like the main reason that the whole thing is that the whole thing is that they want this whole communist system because they really just don't want to work. Yes, but I'm like. I, you have to work. Let me. No, they're fucking retarded. You have to work in communism. Like that's exactly. But thinking like you don't work in communism is fucking stupid. Of course you work in communism. What do you think the gulags are for? Like they take away the price system, so no one gets paid. Um, so how do they get you well, to no work if they, they can't pay you? Well, but they can't pay you because you're you're not you're not getting money. They got rid of money, mm -hmm. so they got they got rid of that. But then what happens is is they have to rep they have to force you to work because you're not you're basically working for free, but people don't work for free. So the only thing they can do to make you work you for free, to pay me, I pretend to work. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what, what they do is they they throw you in a gulag if you don't work. They enslave you. Mm -hmm. That's how communism actually works yeah. in reality. Not only will you work if you think, oh, I don't have to work anymore because communism. Not only will you work, you will work for free as a slave. 
and they just don't get it. Like the, it's the, the full fucking circle, you know. Well, and the thing is, you show them the communist people saying they're calling they're useful idiots for a reason. Here's a pro tip for you, mm-hmm. monkey. Try not getting hit. I hear it works wonders for not getting your ass handed to you. On that note, smoke bomb, not extra hearts. Chaser's damage is weak enough without the extra hearts nerfing it even more. Okay, thank you, Celestina. I'm also, like, talking, I'm like, this is a hard game, and I'm also, like, distracting myself, but thank you, I appreciate the tips. I'll try to not get hit. Playing Cuphead while hosting a talk show. Anyway, uh, was there, I think, was it? Was there anything else you wanted to talk about? I mean, I'm pretty sure there's other things I'd like to talk about, but I know you probably have other guests and uh, more artists coming to the spigot. I don't want to keep your time too much. I do appreciate it, though. All right, man. Okay, well, take care. All right, man. Navy strong. Take care. All right, so that was that. Oh, shit, I I, I forgot to turn the number on. All these people just knew the number by heart, so there's the number. Yeah, people have been asking me about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. I'll I'll answer some banana questions while we wait. Um, How would TFM rate 2018? I'd rate it a 0 out of 10. Like, I'd I'd rate it a Fallout 76 out of 10. That's what I would rate 2018. All right. Uh. Let's see if this... Hello, are anyone there? No, because I have to add everyone. I have to add everyone to the call. So just calm the fuck down for a minute. All right, hold on. Let me add show again. I actually, I have to go, guys. Oh, okay. All right, man. Take care, human. All right. All right. Cheers. All right. See you, guys. Um, we're adding. All right. Welcome to the Turd Flutter Monkey Show. How are you? Yeah, we're here. All right. I'm good. Thanks for asking. Uh, now, something I've been thinking about lately is, first off, uh, this is a general topic, but it will go by faces. The invasion of male spaces. And I think the invasion of male spaces has a lot to do with, you know, a lot of men not having <clears throat> the resources to be capable of being assertive and confident look at what they did to boy scouts then they, they Wait, turned it into no, the, a the, gender neutral yeah the um the invasion of male spaces has not one fucking iota of things to do with male confidence it has everything to do with feminism like so okay, you're, uh, you're but explain to me how a lack of male confidence is what led to the invasion of male well, spaces and not women me, suing everyone I, any I'm, male space women had I meant to say the other way around. It's a fact. I'm not saying it's a. It plays solely into the lack of male confidence today, because when men don't have their own spaces, you realize that it's just harder for men to know, like, to compete with each other, to strive for an achievement. You know, it's it's all about environmental factors, and that's a huge one. And now, uh, what now? Maybe I'll skip to this right now. Yeah, please so skip to. I don't, yeah, I, yeah what, I don't okay. know. What you're, so what? So, I don't know what you're talking about. So go, please skip to the point. Okay, the point is that <clears throat> something I want to raise awareness about is the the classification of sports and fit, the fitness industry. I noticed lately that you know women are being over over promoted in the fitness industry, and God, 
it's annoying. Like, it's every industry. They're shoving women. It's not just the fitness industry. Right, it's, every, every, it's literally every industry. I mean, literally every industry, especially fitness. It's annoying how they're shoving down female bodybuilders and athletes down our faces. I never see a female athlete or a bodybuilder do proper exercises. The, the female exercisers always get the easy workouts. I never seen a yeah, female. Okay. And then you see the same problem military. This is why they lower down their standards. Right. So, you know, they could just enter in instantly. And I think, you know, I think this plays a whole uh, big role into the pacification of sports and fitness. Because when yes. the standards are not big enough, you know, for the athletes, sports, sports are not, not going to have. No. Big... OK, no. Like they, they've been trying to promote female athletics, but females cannot perform at the level of male athletes. They perform at the level of 15 year old boys, which is why fi uh, female athletics will never be a thing. They keep trying to make it a thing. They're they're demanding basically companies give them money for nothing because, you know, female athletes in quality. But it's just a big money sink. And in fact, uh, uh, owners are saying they're going to sell their teams and get out of the business if they're forced to support a female team because they know it's a giant money sink. So they're, no, the, the problem is as much as they want, because sports are like the, the most manly thing, competition, physicality, sure. We have feminists would love to take, but the damn biology keeps getting in the way because there's nothing a woman can do to make herself not weaker and slower than a man. It just is not yeah, going to I mean, happen. A very lucrative industry. Sports are the biggest ego boosters men have out there. You know, mm. sports are all about being dominant and competitive. I, well, that may I be agree. true. For, that may be true for you, but don't project onto everyone. I don't give a, the singlest, faintest of shits about sports. But if you like sports, that's cool. But uh, you know, it's not like yeah. the biggest thing I mean, for I, men. Like I assume you work in the right, sports. I, like I, I assume you work in that industry. Because you said earlier that like it's it's so bad in the sports industry, but honestly, it's worse in the tech industry. But you just may not see that. Women are going for the jobs which pay the most. Be, be, you know, being an athlete could pay a lot, but they have to perform at the level people are willing to pay. And the free market is determined. No one gives a shit about female athletics. That's not going to change because women are physically weaker than men. They perform at the level of JV high school teams, so they'll never be able. Like they may be able to get uh, you know free jobs at tech companies because vagina. But they will never become quarterbacks and all stars because they suck. Their bodies are not built like a man, and they will, there's nothing they can do to change that. No amount of welfare and diversity quota hires will make women perform. And even if they force companies and force teams to hire women, no one will buy the tickets. Because at the end of the day, the laws of economics outpace, they, they always rule over no matter what bullshit law you try to pass. Yep, and you know, but it's just kind of funny though to me. I don't work in the sports industry, but I am a okay. big follower, and I think, like I said, the standards have lowered down quite a lot. It, right. Sports aren't ego ego boosting as they were once, and like I said, the standards keep lowering down because they're trying to shove down female athletics. But, but they're not gonna. They, they should stop trying to do that shit. They're not gonna. No matter how many times you you promote female athletics, they won't reach. Not even in a million years will they reach the same amount. You know, of right. fanboyish and excitement at male sports. Yep. Why? Because men, men were built for men were built to compete with each other. All right. So what we'll to say it? Right. So, what are your final thoughts? My final thoughts is well, I think I just hope for wish for the best of the sports industry to save itself, if it can, 
honestly. But like you said, maybe like since you're not a sports fan, but now I kind of see where the conversation is a little more ambig- ambiguous. But I, I like I want to try to get more into sports. But I'm I'm seeing the effects of the crucifixion of sports and fitness with the standards being lowered down, like each and every generation. Now okay. I'm not saying sports should be. All right, next caller. Hello, caller. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you this evening? I'm good. Let me let me add uh, Hermit and Shogun. Yeah, I'll turn my TV down for you so there's no echo. Thank you. Yeah, because yeah, I got you streaming through the Chromecast. Yep. All right, give everyone a few seconds to join. Yeah, take your time, man. It's good to be on the call. Hello. All right. And hi. How you? Hold on. Waiting on Hermit. And uh, he might. Well, uh, he was muted a minute ago. He may be away from his computer. Anyway, okay. How can I help you? Oh, hey, TFM. I actually emailed you today. Uh, I was the guy who went by Deep Dick, and I wanted to say thank you so much for your advice about how to handle that girl I knew for like ten years. I've been watching your channel for like a year and a half, and I'm going to tell you, man. That month I went off the MGTOW reservation, it really felt like I went off the wagon, you know, listening to her, trying to help her with her problems, man. And it was like last night, I took a moment for myself, went out for a walk, did what I had to do. And then I'm like, holy shit, dude, I fucked up. Right. Okay, and so I had to hold on, hold on. Off, yeah. Every single time I brah, brah, brah. We're having a public conversation that the rest of the people can't follow because they didn't like you're referencing private conversations we had. So let me let me catch oh, everyone yeah. up to speed so they can actually appreciate what we're talking about here. All right. So this caller he messaged yeah, sure. me. So he met well you and you could fill in any details that you think are relevant. But the caller messaged me, he had he knew this girl for ten years and he was always like the the nice guy shoulder that she would cry on between getting beaten up and you know whatever he was that guy you know she's getting dicked down by the alphas and then after she'd cry on his shoulder uh you know she and she she did she it now i i I'm going to tease you a bit, so I'm sorry. But did she ever do the, Dude, do why, what you have why, do. why can't I find a guy as nice as you? And you're like, well, I'm here. Then she's like, but not you. Did she ever? Did that conversation ever happen? The whole, I want a guy well, like yeah, you who's not say, you? Or she'd say something like, or she'd say something like, well, I'm just not ready, or yada, yada, yada. Yeah, so, so it's like years would go by, we wouldn't talk. So I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm doing stuff for me. And like I told you in the emails, and I'm pretty sure a lot of your audience is aware, like women will quit calling you for years and then call you when they're in the foxhole. They like get emotional support. It's right. unfair. So you got to do your own thing. Now, did you uh, did you hit that pussy at all in all the ten years you've known her and, and been her emotional tampon? Uh, yeah, we used to party a lot together in the early days of hanging out with her. And it would happen because we'd be, like, really drunk or, like, smoking some weed or something. It happened only, like, a couple times, but after that, not really, because she moved, I moved. She stayed in St. Louis. I went to Kentucky, and then Well, don't dox Seattle, yourself. You know, don't, but... do- don't dox yourself. Go ahead. No, I said don't dox yourself. Yes. Doxing yourself is an automatic flush. Remember that. Oh well, yeah. Yeah, remember yeah. that senator? Sure. That senator called it or that guy who was running for senator? Like 
Oh, oh my yeah. god, that was goddamn. Uh, I I I haven't followed up on that, but I can almost guarantee he did not get elected. Oh yeah. yeah. But there's more to her too, and there's a story, and I and I think I emailed it to you. I'll email you the article. She's like, but she came to me after being in the foxhole because she ended up getting arrested with her boyfriend, and and you know where I told you we were living and this story ended up worldwide and i'm just wondering like because she says this dude's always saying i'm gonna fucking kill you or yeah. i hope you die or or oh, beat the hell you, out of wait her. hold on I'm like there's always hold two on sides of the story yeah have you heard his side of the story because trust no bitch she's like oh my ex-boyfriend did yeah. again words are magic spells she's trying to get your help a horror story about this yeah. boyfriend that's the way to get your help so do not trust her in her stories about how, how horrible. Again, these are the guys she's choosing to fuck time after time. So they're they're obviously not that bad. So yeah, just yeah, yeah she, she's cancer. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, no, like, and I told you in the email, like, I even ended up in jail for a woman being nice to a woman who beat my ass, even though she uh, assaulted me, mm-hmm. and I called the police. So you can be oh. a nice guy as much as you want. You'll still end up in jail. Right, you don't... The yeah, because the, the, the Duluth model... Yeah, don't call the police. You fucking give her a reason to call the police. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I just want to say thank you, TFM, and everybody on the show. It's a great show. I wanted to call you with some positivity, not just something to debate you with or okay. have you, you know be on the attack about but thank you so much you all are a godsend i'm gonna okay. say that all right well, thank you all right well you so, have a good one now that so you all did right. block her on everything right yeah she blocked me she wigged out she like fully like snapped and it's just like yeah i'm like hey no issue with me i'm not talking to you anymore fuck it you blocked me you did me a favor you went the extra mile so i didn't have to not have to talk to me well she might so unblock like, you make, make sure you block her in case she unblocks you she may just be, uh, this yeah. may be like a power play. Like, I'll block you, and then I'll force you to, yeah. uh, you know, so, uh, no, block her. Um, make sure you. She, she has no ability to contact you. Even if she unblocks you, she can't contact you again. She, you know. Yeah, fucking... that's the interesting thing, because she's placed me, well, te- yeah, she's blocked me uh, now, but, like, earlier today, you know how social media, you can put people in limited states, so they can't message you, you can't you can't look at their profiles or only so much of their profile. She had me like that for like maybe half the day. And then sooner or later I was completely blocked. So I'm like, Hey, that's cool. But like I said, she'll call me in two years, like always, or try to call me. And I'm just like, no, fuck you. Not not anymore because you're going to block her and never talk to her again. You goddamn right, man. All right, man. All right, guys. Good luck. Take care. Have a good one. All right. Cheers. Peace, Peace, peace. See, there we go. Nice, empowering, wholesome call to give you some positive feelings. All right. All right, let's let's answer a banana question while we wait for the next caller. Um, Out of all the Western nations, how come Switzerland is doing so well as a nation? No Me Too allegations, no rabid feminists, but the women have the right to vote. I don't know. I have to look into that. Uh, there's the, you got to be relative. Oh, sorry, I'm just answering this question. I'll go ahead and mute your stream. Uh... I don't know. I haven't looked into Switzerland too much. Is their fertility rate higher than two? I I don't think so. So even if their country's doing well in terms of crime, 
Like, Japan's doing well. They have extremely low crime, but their country's dying. So even if you, in a best-case scenario, if you give women the right to vote and they, uh, you know, they don't have a rabid feminist movement, things are relatively peaceful, but you have uh, no fertility rate, it's kind of, you know, I I guess that's, you're still going to die. Your, your country and culture are going to die, but at least you're not being murdered in the street by Muslims and being me too I guess. That's your, that's your reach around. Anyway, uh, welcome caller. How are you? Well, good evening, TFM. How are you? I'm better than I deserve. <laughs> All right. Hey, I got a, um, a story. This, this may be economics winning over the retardedness they're trying to push on everyone else. Okay. Um, recently, I won't mention my company, but um, yeah, they were bleeding money for like the past two years. A lot of money, actually. So recently, they just got a new CEO, and they decided, okay, we're going to start closing down non-performing sites. And one of the things that struck me was, um, you said they put uh, feminists in HR because they can do the least damage. So one of the things that caught my attention is, okay, HR, yeah, that is kind of a problem because they started to push that 50-50 representation crap. Mm -hmm. They decided, uh, yeah, they're not keeping the women because of the demands that the work of the work that they needed to do. So they said, oh, we're going to downsize HR. So mm. one HR is basically going to service eight to ten locations i don't know which hrs are going to keep hopefully they come up with a metric to say okay you you won't be well i don't know how they're going to do it so hopefully if they have any sense they'll they'll pick not not sure how they're going to pick but i'm, I'm hoping that they do well here's the thing they if they <laughs> yeah if they can uh somehow get away with it you know hire honestly hr is such a low skill thing it could be done by robots or right, like from tropic thunder a nutless monkey could do your job so they need to just oh, get... you're right because they have been automating the yes. the hiring process a lot yes the only reason you go see hr nowadays is basically that you come meet with them and you do a drug test and that's about it mm-hmm so there's, there's no reason. Just get rid of HR. Um, you can automate it. Have an AI go through resumes. In fact, there was a an AI. Can't remember what company it was, but they they made an AI to go through resumes, and it screened out all the women because it knew that women were bad hires. It just because that's what the data shows. So then people complained mm -hmm. that the, the AI was filtering out the women, and then of course they shut the AI down. But the AI was literally doing the right thing you program the ai to find you the best candidates men are the best candidates but nope that's mm -hmm. uh that's uh can't do that yeah never mind actually trying to make women better candidates they just want to be able to you know hire the subpar candidates is because yeah. they're going to re yeah they, they just want they, they want the benefit without having to work for it so they don't want to actually compete with men they want to win they want to be handed the, the victory they want the government to give them the gold medal because they have a vagina mm -hmm. they want the participation trophy because they want all well, no yes. yeah they want they mm -hmm. want the first place medal as a participation trophy they want to win the game for showing up 
So, no, th- this is, again, this is shit a child would do. This is what children do. They, they want to win. They, they flip the table because they can't win. This is what children do, and this is what women do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway. But was that... this, um, this change had me hopeful because they're finally realizing we're bleeding money, mm-hmm. and our investors are not happy. We need mm. to make a change. We've got to become profitable. And they're mm. seeing the problem, and they're trying to make steps to correct it. I'm just not sure how profitable you're gonna be if you're getting sued all the time because you're you're not hiring women or the ones you you're hiring are not paying. Yes, this is they, they got to keep up all the stress. This this is a national mm-hmm. problem because basically, uh, just like men, mm-hmm. here's the thing: companies are gonna have to go MGTOW, which is funny because I've, I know here's I talked about how MGTOW is an economics problem, but people like they want to mm-hmm. talk shit. I don't know, but no, eco- MGTOW is an economics problem. You have companies which are going to be put in a no-win situation where the only thing they can do is they have to uh if they don't hire women they get sued if they hire women they get sued Mm -hmm. the only way to protect themselves is to Mm -hmm. find they have to find a third way and if feminism takes away their ability to to do business without losing money they're simply going to outsource and automate just uh, let me tell you if you've heard this story Which before. Which is what's happening now. And, and it's, what, right. it's what it's what MGTOW are doing. So, right. So uh, so you have outsourcing, right? Which is when companies go to a third world country and hire like Indian labor or whatever. And automation. Both right. of them. So, they're going so, both. Right. So what are men doing? They're going to foreign countries to find women. And also, here's the thing. And also, mm-hmm. notice what they're doing. They're not going to India to bring the Indian workers back to America. They're outsourcing the job to India, i.e. they're going to a third world country and they're staying there. That's one solution. Or you automate, i.e. you replace women with robots, which is what that we're doing that too. So MGTOW and business are basically following a parallel path, whereas women demand more and more shit, and they tip the scales of balance too far in their favor. The companies, just like men, are going to outsource their labor to foreign women, or they're simply going to automate them with robots. And now, what is the solution? If they try to strong arm these companies using the government, they're just going to make the problem worse. They're going to outsource more. They're going to automate more. If they try to ban outlawing, mm-hmm. if they basically say you have to lose money, all these people aren't going to start businesses anymore. And they've done this in France. They passed this really stupid law like 10, 15 years ago. I can't remember when. It was a while ago. But they said that if you had more than 50 employees, you couldn't fire your employees no matter what. So... Basically, all these companies were going bankrupt. They couldn't hire. So basically, when they had 50 employees, they didn't hire anyone because they couldn't fire people once they hired 51 employees. And so there was massive unemployment, massive rioting, and eventually they repealed the law because of the rioting. Unfortunately, that's what it's going to take. And you could replace rioting with men rising up and replace repealing the law with taking women's rights away. Fill in the blanks whoever you want. Men are going to have to rise up, and they're going to have to take women's rights away. Just like the people rise up and they get laws repealed. That's what's going to happen. You can do it, or you can let the Muslims do it, but it's going to happen one way or another. It's just a matter of if, if you let the Muslims do it, you may not be alive to see it. Anyway. Yeah, I it. just wanted to bring that up. That The companies, yeah, they're starting to see the bleeding and they're trying to make changes but they might realize it might be just a little too late uh well the problem is they're going to find out that just like migtow have found out right now business is entering like at the mra phase <laughs> they're trying to negotiate they're trying to find a loophole but as soon as they find the loophole feminism is going to change the law to shore it up 
and companies are going to learn that mm-hmm. they can't win. They have to walk away. And if the com- and if the government threatens them, like, oh no, no matter what you do, uh, we're going to enslave you. Then we, we either leave or we rep we. we we fucking go in the street. It's hockey mask time. Like, here's the thing. I've said this many times. When going MGTOW isn't enough, when I can't just be left alone, when you insist on enslaving me, then it's hockey mask time. Just like, like I'm not going to die a slave. I will tell you that right now. I swear to fucking Hahnemann, I will not die a slave. So push me. Find out what happens. I'm not going to die a slave, but... You know, I don't give a shit. I, I've been, I've, I'm a two-time war veteran. I don't mind making it fucking a hat trick and going for it a third time. Anyway, so was there anything else you wanted to talk about? No, I just wanted to share that out. They're starting to wake up, but like you said, it's, yeah, it's when hockey mess time. This might get fixed. Well, you know, and I don't, I would love it if men would just, fix the problem without violence but it just seems like i don't know i honestly hope like i think what it might take is like a country collapsing like sweden like a country like sweden actually legitimately collapsing and maybe that'll wake men up now hold on celestine's got something to say sorry for the interruption guest peanut gallery here to potential future callers please let the white nationalists call in if you're not a white nationalist or alt-rider, please don't call in. We want to see this gladiator fight. Well, it's it's basically a crapshoot. Okay. It's a crapshoot. So, but we'll we'll see what happens. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll let you go. Let's see if the fucking the alt-right can can find their way into the uh, the queue. So, thanks for the call. Talk okay. to you later. Bye. All right. All right. Hello. Hello. All right. Whoever's typing, stop. Stop good, typing. Whoever's typing. Hello. Uh, are Sorry. are are you a white nationalist ready to throw down? Oh shit! No, I'm not a white nationalist, but Damn I have it's... a good question. So okay. can I ask? And then yeah, go ahead and it, ask your question. Just kick me off. All right. Whoever's typing, you need to be mute yourself. I want to say it's Shogun because it's probably Shogun. Oh, hold on, Celsius got a question. Speaking of automation, I agree automating our waifus is the we for MGTA. That said, I also agree the way around the uncanny valley is to stylize their faces. Mass Effect said G's face may be too detailed. Yeah, I honestly think things like blindfolds, like the 2B cosplay, that goes a long way. Um, some of the robots, honestly, it's the eyes. If they just put a blindfold on them, do some 2B cosplay, they look a lot more realistic. The uncanny valley lives in the eyes. Okay, anyway, what's your question, caller? Okay, so um, lately I've just been noticing a lot, like whenever I try to talk to people, anybody, like about what's going on in Europe, um, like global climate things, um, anything like that, um, everyone kind of seems to give me the response that like, you know, it's the current year, uh, we don't, we don't actually go to war anymore. People don't fight wars. Oh, uh, the world is post-suffering. And oh, no. I was just curious if there's, like, because I notice that all the time. People just, like, believe that we've transcended somehow into, like, this new humanity. Um, well, right. So there's, is okay. there examples of that in history? Like, no, well, no, okay. Like, times where we thought like that? No, no, there isn't. Here's why. 
um, when the United States won the Cold War and became the sole superpower on Earth, uh, there haven't been wars. I mean, you could say Iraq, Afghanistan, things like that, the Desert Storm. Those weren't really wars per se. Uh, the Iraqis, Al-Qaeda, on their best day, they legitimately posed no threat to the United States. I mean, yeah, 9-11 happened, but that was 3,000 people out of a country of hundreds of millions of people. There's just no way that Al-Qaeda on their best day legitimately posed a threat to the United States. So with, in, a world right. without th in a world without threats, uh, we've had, I mean, how, the last real no-shit war we had was World War II. That was the last declared war. Even Vietnam, the Vietnamese were not going to invade America. America was never at risk during Vietnam. Uh, so the last real war where America was at risk was World War II. Hold on. It's not me typing because you didn't add me to the call. All right. Well, thank you. So I'm sorry. Someone was typing, but I hung up on them, and I still heard them typing, so I don't know what it is. Anyway, so you've had several generations since World War II where America was legitimately never threatened by any foreign power. And so these people are so fucking retarded. They think that because it hasn't happened in a couple generations that it will never happen again. And these people are in for a very rude awakening because the only thing maintaining this peace is America's total world supremacy and all the military spending. But the the welfare state is bankrupting the economy. This will go away, and it will go away within our lifetimes. Uh, probably around 2020. It's coming. 2020 is when the uh, Social Security goes bankrupt. Like, it's going to happen. Like, the 2020s are going to be the decade when all this shit goes sideways. And all these people thinking, like, the age of war is over. No. The age of war... Like, we're only... We're talking, like, a couple generations. Uh, this is a, a fucking blink of the eye in the span of human history and it will be quickly forgotten when the next war happens and all these dipshits thinking, oh, we don't fight wars anymore. Well, you won't be fighting a war because you'll be dead, so. No, you won't be fighting a war. Just sit down and eat your fucking Twinkies or whatever the fuck. Go cry, <laughs> go cry on Twitter about how fucking oppressed you are. Yeah. But, yeah. And I guess I was also thinking, like, in times of peace like this, how the world has been with America, you know, the long dick of the world, as I like to say, um, on top, we kind of have just started infighting, like, watching CNN literally makes me want to fucking rip my own eyeballs out, because I know that there are so many people too stupid to, like, look around, like, you can look around at the rest of the world and right well but no yeah. one does like well, no look, one look at, fucking does but, yeah it's because we don't have an enemy remember okay remember when george bush got president when he won the presidency and that the media was all about the recount and how bush stole the election it was like it was front page news and then 9 11 happened right. and all that shit ended as soon as oh shit holy fuck the twin towers are down all that shit about the florida recount and bush stealing the election poof like it never even happened and everybody was waving american flags and they were all patriotic for like a hot minute uh, because they were like oh fuck like we, we like war like oh my god you know that's what'll happen so everyone's like oh trump is hitler boo i'm triggered white white supremacy white privilege and then there's gonna be a fucking war like ah save me i'm a giant fucking pussy um so yeah <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what'll happen. That's what always okay. happens. Um, so, and then one last thing, I know the okay. white nationalists are trying to get it get it going in here. Yep. Um, I don't know if you've already like talked about it, but like that whole Kevin Spacey video that he posted. Um, uh, do you have any predictions about like who he's threatening in specific? Right. Are so, they going to suicide his ass? No. The um, Kevin. Here's the thing. The Kevin. Sp- no, it's all about money. The Kevin Spacey video is basically. Uh, the House of Cards people realized that when they got rid of Kevin Spacey, the show took a massive shit. It it can't survive without Kevin Spacey. They're trying to float the idea of bringing him back. America is being invaded by criminal, violent, illegal aliens. How many more American policemen must die before action is taken? Don't give money to the Mexican oligarchy. Boycott Mexican beer. <laughs> That's that's right. Well, Trump's talking about declaring a state of emergency and just building the wall and telling Congress to go fuck themselves. And I'm like, yes, yes, that is exactly what you do. So, yeah, I mean, boycotting Mex and beer is one thing. But, yeah, let's fucking build the wall. Programming for waifus shouldn't be geared towards speaking. Understanding instructions is more important. Teaching robots how to dance, following a leader's case is more important. Pole dancing in all senses of the term, would easily follow. <laughs> yes, they actually have a pole dancing robot already. All it does is twerk, though. And it has, like, a camera for a head. Because I guess it, it would trigger women if it had, like, a humanoid head. It's kind of stupid. But yeah, they have a twerking, pole dancing, camera-headed robot. The all tried and MGTA are exactly the same. Those that disagree are shells and kikes. What you doing, Shlomo turd? Hail Hitler, hail Daily Stormer, hail Paul, and yes, we still kind of like you, turd. <laughs> Thank you? Alright, I don't know. Like, here's, like, again, I want to, I don't want white people to go extinct. I'm trying to tell you how to stop your race from going extinct, which I presume is your problem. That's, this is the problem that you face as a race, and I'm trying to help you. But I think you need to stop talking about Jews all the time and take women's rights away. Call me crazy, but, like, let's say, hypothetically, you, you, you gas the kikes and you create an ethno state and you do everything you say you're going to do. You even have fascism. You, bring, you make fascism cool again. So now you have fascist Japan. Japan's dying because their women aren't reproducing. So even in your, in your perfect utopian, you know, fucking complete victory scenario, you still die because you didn't, you didn't take women's rights away. So my, my contention is... All this shit about ethno-states and fascism and killing Jews and whatever, all this anti-Semitic bullshit, none of it solves the problem. Taking with rights away solves the problem. So when you have two paths that lead to the same outcome, like we can take women's rights away and restore the birth rates in the West, or we could take women's rights away, install fascism, uh, kill Jews, and establish an ethno-state. Both of these solve the problem, except one of them is like one like one twentieth as hard to do because it's less steps. So let's just solve the problem. Just take women's rights away. We can debate the the merit of all this other shit, but don't waste your time because you're spreading your your resources too thin trying to do all this ethno state anti Semitic bullshit. Just take women's rights away. Save your race. Save your people. I'm like Boromir from Lord of the Rings. Like save our people. Don't let the white city fall. Just take women's rights away. That's how you save the white race. Period. End of discussion. You don't need to do anything about Jews. You don't need to start an ethnic state. You don't need to reinstall fascism. Just take women's rights away. Done. Period. You've now saved your race. And then here's what's great. Once you're once the white fertility rate goes back up, all the immigrants will leave. You don't need them anymore. They'll self-deport. 
You don't need an ethnostate. Remember back in the day when Europe used to export its, its culture through colonialism? Yeah, that's what, that'll happen again if you get your fertility rate back up. All these problems solve themselves without the need for a race war, an ethnostate, killing Jews, nothing. It all solves itself by taking one's rights away. And it's nonviolent. And it's not racist. And it's not anti-Semitic. You're simply restoring the natural order where rights and responsibilities are balanced with each other. So it's ethical and moral as well. Because that's the big thing. You start talking about anti-Semitic, ethno-state, race war shit, people are going to rightly call you evil. So you're basically taking a good idea and you're shitting on it and you're losing all of your allies. So just stop. Be smart. Simplify. Take women's rights away. And you're doing it from a... a a position of moral superiority rather than a position of racism. TFM. The Daily Stormers have to white knight because they think all whites are superior. Even women. Therefore, it cannot be at all the fault of women. Also, isn't the definition of a perfect woman a silent, beautiful gym thought? Make that robot. <laughs> well, no, they, they, they have beautiful robots on uh, you know the problem is the reason why a lot of them are barbie doll skinny is because it, they weigh less and they cost less but they do make sex dolls and robots that have like muscle tone if you're into that it's just a matter of they weigh more and cost more because they use more material but any okay i'm sorry celestine has been just i think are we done can because uh, i'm i kind of want to see if i can get one of these alt-right people on the phone okay yeah, yeah. just like w real quick though okay that, right. With that, you think that whole Kevin Spacey video is just for House of Cards? Yes. Like, because he's just, a super elite, bro. Like, he was no. definitely hanging out with, like, the top pedos. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he's just an actor. He's a, he's a very good actor, but he's just an actor. An actor is only as good as the roles he offers. So they're trying to rehabilitate his career, and House of Cards is where they're starting. That's what the whole, like, Let Me Be Clear video is about. They're trying to bring Kevin Spacey back to House of Cards because that show is fucked. And they're trying to rehabilitate his career. That's all it is. It's just money. There's, there's uh, no right. bigger purpose. Well, if he gets if he gets suicide if he gets suicided, then you should apologize. But yeah, that's it. Uh, I never apologize. Just kidding. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say uh, that. All right. I'll t have all a good, good day, man. Take care. <laughs> you too. All right. Okay. Let's see if we can get get someone from the alt right to debate me about why. A race war and an ethno state and anti-Semitism is somehow the answer, and not taking women's rights away. Yeah, this because um, a lot of people have been anticipating this guy calling in. He even asked. I mean, I even talked to him before the show. I mean, I mean, just as the show was starting. So I don't know where he is. All right. I mean, well, maybe I told maybe him this where is to him. Stream. All right. Here we go. Hello. Is is this the white nationalist who wants to debate me? Don't forget to add me. Oh, he's a race he's a race realist. Okay. All right. So All right. All right, so I'm going to keep well, I mean, do you mind if I just handle this myself or do you want me to bring you guys into the call? Um I I I'd like to listen, but uh but I won't interrupt though. Okay. All right. My body's ready. Hold on, let me take my coat off. I'm gonna fucking we're gonna do this shit. Get my fucking my vest and my red shirt off. Take off my infinity pimp rings. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm I ready. Can't hear him though. Well, he's not talking. Oh, uh, uh, okay. And you're avoiding the biggest elephant in the room in right. the United States. All right. What is the biggest elephant in the room? 
the racial minorities in this country. Right. Why are the racial minorities in this country? Well, because if we, when you see a flock of geese in the sky, do you see parakeets and pigeons amongst them? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Okay. So right. if we want to get this set straight, we need to get rid of those racial minorities in order to make the country better for itself. Uh-huh. Now, how, now um, the welfare state is a Ponzi scheme. You need more workers paying into the system in order to pay for everyone on benefits. So since the native population isn't having children, I mean, every study confirms this. If your native population isn't reproducing, you have to import immigrants in order to stabilize your worker base. So that's why we have immigrants is because our native well, population we isn't. We could still repeal the 19th. Right. After so, we get rid of the well, Why? But if you repeal the 19th, and you take women's rights away and you raise your fertility rate, the immigrants will self-deport because you now have a native population. So if we do it forcefully, we could speed up the process. Just, but, okay, so again, so this is my philosophy of an action. If two paths lead to the same outcome, do what requires the least degree of effort and energy. If you stabilize your fertility rate, the immigration problem solves itself because you now have your own native population to do all the jobs. You don't need to import people to do all the jobs. So there's no, the immigration problem solves itself without force. The immigrants will leave because there won't be any jobs for them to take. So okay. wh- why, that, why get... Do you have any example in history of that happening? Of fertility? So wait, what is the no, scenario? No, deportation. Uh, let's see. Well, during the housing collapse, a lot of me- more Mexicans were leaving America than coming in because there was a recession. There weren't any jobs. So if you cut off the jobs... Yeah, but they have all the benefits to our society here. But there's not going to... You need a job. Again, if they're self-deporting, even during recession, there's still social welfare. But they left anyway because there weren't jobs. Social welfare, it's good, but you need a job too. So if there's a native popu- if there's a stable native population, then you don't need these immigrants. People, Why would you hire an illiterate Mexican that can't speak fucking English... If you have all these Native American, not Native Americans like Indians, but like native-born citizens of the United States of America fighting for the same jobs, they're going to be better workers because they speak the language and everything like that, all things being equal. So these the immigrants, only reason why the immigrants are here, and this isn't just me talking, this is Europe, especially Sweden. I've done, I've, I've linked to, to studies which talked about how the native population in these European countries are not reproducing. And literally, it says in black and white, in order to preserve the social welfare of the country, because all these welfare programs require more taxpayers to pay the taxes for the people on benefits, they have to turn to immigration in order to stabilize their welfare system. Because if you have a, an aging population, you're going to go bankrupt because there's, you can't have more people on benefits than those who are paying for them. Yes, I understand that. But if we get rid of the biggest elephant, and then the second elephant, and then the third elephant, that being the minorities, mm-hmm. then the welfare state, and then the 19th Amendment. Right. Well, well, between the welfare state and the 19th Amendment, we could finally make the country a better place. But here's the thing. Women are the majority of voters. So how are you going to get rid of the welfare state while women vote? You can't. We get rid of the 19th second, and then we do the welfare state. You literally, like, here's the thing. You're overcomplicating it. If you get rid of the 19th Amendment, take away women's rights, 
get your fertility rate back up. Everything else you want to accomplish solves itself. Because the, yes, the, but if, Okay, go, go on, ahead. Go on. No, well, I'm just my point is you want to get rid of the you the the immigrants are here because of the welfare state. They've said this. They've interviewed um, these these like Syrian refugees in air quotes who they go through a dozen countries to go to Germany and the UK. They pass through tons of countries. They're far away from Syria. They're safe. But they keep going and they've asked them, why are you going to Germany? Why the UK? Why not Turkey? Why not Spain? And like, oh, the welfare. So the immigrants have told you that they're coming to these countries for the welfare. So to get rid of the immigrants, all you have to do is stabilize your fertility rate and get rid of the welfare state. Both of those things are simultaneously accomplished by taking away women's voting rights. It's women who refuse to reform welfare because it's women who are on welfare. But it's women who will stop you from reforming or repealing welfare because they're the ones who benefit from it. So if you take women's rights away, you get rid of the welfare state and you stabilize your fertility rate. The immigrants will self-deport because there's no welfare anymore. And the native population means there's no jobs for them either. Without jobs and welfare, they will leave. You don't need to, like, by trying to use force to force all the, the minorities out, it's, it's, just, it's a waste of life. It's, it's a waste of blood and treasure. Because you're declaring a race war, you're declaring a race war when you can do this completely peacefully without a single shot being fired by cutting off the welfare and by stabilizing your own native population. The immigrants will leave because there's literally nothing in it for them. Now, some of them might turn to violence, like "Oh, you took away my welfare, I'm going to riot." Shoot them in the face. Don't deport them. Kill them. The people who riot when you take their welfare away, shoot them in the fucking face. I agree. So th that's how you deal with them. But most of the ones who don't turn to violence when you take their welfare away will simply go back to where they came from. Or they'll find some other country that isn't as, as red-pilled, where they're still offering welfare and women still have rights, and they'll go invade them. And fuck them, frankly, because when... Um, I want you, I'm Just come on a journey with me. I want you to imagine if America stabilized their fertility rate and they actually had an excess population of highly educated Caucasian uh, you know, citizens, that they would be the people... Other countries, like even in Europe, would want to import. The only reason why Europe imports all these Muslims and people from Africa is because they're the only people with an excess population to export. Eastern Europe, they're, they're dying. Asia's dying. Australia's dying. Everywhere where there's white people or even Asians has a suboptimal fertility rate because they've given women rights. Only Africa and the Middle East has a positive fertility rate because they keep their pimp hands strong. That's why they have to import from them because it's the only place with immigrants. Imagine if America got their fertility rate fixed and now they had an excess population. All these, even the most cocked European countries would beg for American immigrants to come to that country. And then instead of Muslims spreading their culture throughout Europe, it would be a white American spreading their culture throughout Europe. The country, the society, which takes their women's rights away will rule the world. It is that so you don't need a race war. You don't need to do anything else. Take their women's rights away. Immigration, welfare, it all solves itself. And then you start exporting your culture via colonialism all throughout the world. You rule the world. It's all. It's so simple. You just take their women. You take women's rights away, and you win. You're just another filthy Jew. God damn it! You caught me. Is is that it? Is that the end of this debate? You fucking hung up. I can't believe it. He called yeah, me a filthy you know Jew what? and hung up. Yeah, that's that's pretty much how it goes. It's like <laughs> if they if when they run out of things to say, then I, it's like they resort to that. But I. I, I, I'm, t I'm telling him how to rule the world. I'm like, this is all you gotta do. This, and he's like, yo, you're a filthy Jew. Like, what? Right. Ugh. 
All right. Welcome to the show. Hi. Um, this is, oh, I'm Degenerate One on the Discord chat. Okay. I, you know, I just, I just needed some help, you know, like, I feel like I'm only stuck with living with females like this. You know, I, I, I actually asked you a question once. Um, I was going to get $50,000 to give a girl citizenship oh, and then. All right. So what? what, what so wait. Yeah. You're forced to live with women? Yeah, it's just, uh, all right, so, uh, I mean, an old, you know, like my next living situation is, you know, is very cheap because it's a, it's a woman, li you know, uh, this girl reached out, she said she'll charge me very little rent, and I just, I don't, okay. you know, I just needed help, you know, I don't know what to do to make sure to keep oh, myself Oh, wait, is, is this like a, uh, a sugar baby thing, like older women are inviting you into their house because they want to use you for your dick? No, no, um, it's that it, that's a possibility. No, it's two different women. So one was going to give me fifty thousand dollars to give her citizenship, and then another woman was, you know, because I'm very short on cash. Another woman's like, "Hey, I'll let you just live for cheap at my house," and I'm just yeah. Okay, so the first one, um, that fifty thousand dollars for citizenship, she's going to just divorce you and take all your shit and probably cheat on you honestly it's it's not worth it don't don't do that it, and it's, i think it might even be considered fraud i might need ddj to confirm um but the second one yeah if she wants to look here's the thing if you're facing homelessness and an older cougar wants to fuck you yeah fucking you know fucking p pinch your nose and do what you got to do man that's a free place to live like that's uh, not free no she's not an older cougar she's actually my age but yeah, out of all the living situations, like, uh, you know, all the living situations I'm, I have, it's all with women. I'm like, how do I keep myself sane and make that? <laughs> well, look, about. here's the thing. If you're poor, um, you got to live. And so if your situation dictates that your best options involve women, being MGTOW doesn't necessarily mean you avoid all contact with women. I mean, there are, like, the, I call them the MGTOW Inquisitors. They're the ones who are, like, all, they're very, like, they're no fat monk they're like, oh, TFM's gynocentric because he has a, a sex doll that looks like a woman. Oh, you look at porn. Oh, they, that's you're gynocentric because you jerk off to women. Like they're that extreme. Like they they want you to purge all of your thoughts about women and never talk to women and stay away from women. And look, if that works for you, whatever, have fun, um, whatever. But being a MGTOW is really just you don't define yourself through women or whatever anyone. And you go your own way and you pursue your self-actualization, but you have to have somewhere to live. Um, unless you're like living yeah. on the land, like you're fucking Grizzly Adams or something. No, shit. don't give me. Yeah, that's why I'm getting the toy. I'm getting the spinning robot. There, oh shit. You've, you've heard of our Lord and, and then, Savior, uh, spinning robot pussy. Yeah. And I, because this girl, the girl I'm living with, the, she, the one who wants to live for cheap, she. She's like post wall, but she's always thirsty, and it always worries me that she's gonna try to seduce me every chance she gets. Well, fucking look, here's the thing, fucking seducer. Like if she's talking, she's probably post menopausal, right? So she can't trap you with a baby. No, I'm only in my thirties, and she's only in her third. Like, oh, early oh 30s, shit! So. Oh, she's got baby rabies. Stay away. I thought she was like an, a legit like old lady cougar who just needed some D. She, she she's had a, a vitamin D deficiency, if you know what I mean. She's got osteoporosis. Mm. She needs some vitamin D in her life. But okay. Oh. Uh, all right. Look, mate. Look, if you're poor and you're trying to make ends meet, you got to do what you got to do. That may mean moving in with family. That may mean getting roommates. 
Uh, it sounds like you have some kind of some girl's offering you a deal. She's probably trying to seduce you. If you don't want to deal with that, then don't deal with that. Say no. Uh, the girl wanted to get citizenship. Stay far away. That's not going to end well for you, because she's. You'd have to marry her in America. What part of bad idea? Like that's the worst idea imaginable. So stay away from the girl trying to get citizenship. Stay away from the girl trying to seduce you. She's got baby rabies. She's going to try to trap you with a baby. Uh, get some roommates. Uh, I don't know if there's like a board or something, you, some group you could join to try to look for roommates. That's your best bet. Or you might have to call family members and be like, look, you know, I'm in a, I'm in a rough state. I just need somewhere to stay that's cheap. And I need to, I need to live with someone I can trust. And, you know, you're my brother, cousin, uncle, aunt, whatever. Uh, I just, you know, I'll pay my way. I have a job. I just need somewhere that's cheap because I can't afford to live based on my current level of income. So I just need somewhere to somewhere to live with someone I can trust. And, uh, mm. you know, look for look for other options. But, yeah, stay away from the two girls that you're currently talking to. They both sound like trouble. Yes. I mean, I would get my own room at the um, – either way, I'd be in my own room where I don't have to be in the same room with the, the woman. But, right. I don't know. yeah, that's why I was – I was just thinking, oh, should I? Should I not? Uh, I would not. No, don't. Don't. It's not going to end well. All right, man. I'll talk All to right. you later. TFM. Right, thank you very much. Most of the developing world has a high fertility rate, but those countries also have child mortality rates and STDs. With AIDS drugs incredibly expensive in the West, wouldn't the third world develop China demographic and self-correct? Nope. And I'll explain what this is a very, very, very common refrain that I hear from people. I have done the research and I've looked into everything you're saying. Here is the key. Yes, it's true that poor countries um, have higher fertility rates, but also have higher infant mortality rates and, and lower life expectancy and education and everything. That's all true. But, but there are counterexamples which prove the opposite. The Amish, the Orthodox Jews... Uh, even Muslims in Western countries like the, the French no-go zones and so forth. These are people from countries where they don't give their women rights. That is the common denominator. And you're like, oh, well, they're violent and poor. The Amish are not violent and poor. And they have a fertility rate of like six or seven. They have all the kids. Uh, so you don't need to be a violent, poor person. You don't need to live in a third world country. You just need to have patriarchy. That is the only common denominator. Yes, poor countries tend to have uh, high fertility rates, but poor countries also tend to be patriarchal. There are also poor countries which have a low fertility rate. They're even like, look at our, Iran. Iran's a great example too. Iran is a Muslim country and they have a fertility rate less than two. And the reason why is Shiite Muslims let their women go to college and have careers. That's it. It doesn't matter that they're Muslim. It doesn't matter that they live in Iran. They still have a low fertility rate. Because it has nothing to do with poverty and all that other shit. It has, it's simply women going to school and having jobs. That is it. That is the beginning, middle, and end of why countries have low fertility rates. And so the solution is you get the women the fuck out of the workforce. And for those like, well, what about, you know, you need two incomes to raise a family. That's because women work. Women entering the workforce simply cuts the price of labor, i.e. the wage, in half. Get rid of women out of the workforce and wages would go back up. But you have to have... And this is why it, it's frustrating because all these problems are linked together. Like I was telling the white nationalist or the race realist guy before he called me a filthy Jew and fucked off. Uh, 
all these problems are interconnected. And when you solve, when you take women's rights away, you solve the welfare state problem. You solve the immigration problem. You, you basically solve the low wage problem. All these problems were caused by giving women rights. So it's, it's staring you in the face. And unlike the anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, the data actually supports it. I don't need weird quotes from Jewish communists. I have the data on my side. I can prove that doubling the workforce cuts wages in half because basic economics. I can show you, quote, chapter and verse, empowered women do not have children. Feminists even admit this. Just Google feminism overpopulation and you will find all these studies and, and articles written by feminists championing feminism as the solution to overpopulation because in their words not mine empowered women don't reproduce and because when overpopulation was all the rage the solution was to empower women because then they'd stop having kids because empowered women don't have kids well i agree empowered women don't have kids so if we want to keep the west from collapsing and being replaced and so forth we need to get rid of women's rights that is the beginning middle and end of the problem and all these other things we talk about uh low wages uh immigration welfare all these things are simply symptoms of women's rights and you can solve instead of fighting the symptoms you can cure the disease which is by disempowering women getting them out of the workforce, out of college, back into the kitchen where they belong, make me a sandwich and suck my dick. Done. And the funny thing is, they'll be happier. Female happiness has gone down decade after decade as women have tried to become more masculine and compete with men because they can't. They're not happy. They're emotional. And their instincts, their lizard brain, their limbic system are about they're trying to do what they were biologically programmed to do. Women are happier when they're at home having children like they're supposed to so everyone wins everyone wins if you take women's rights away other than the communists who want to kill you and there we go all right that is the end of our call-in segment uh let's answer some banana questions and then uh we will we will end the show you've been everyone's really quiet shogun herman are you even there yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just doing some. Mod I'm moderating the chat right now. Okay. But but All yes. Right. Uh, but yes. Yeah, so, um, before we do the uh, banana questions and the giveaway, I wanted to mention this. You see, I'm I am literally a Jew loving nigger faggot because, I mean, Kuroi, he's my favorite Jew. I said it many times. I'm black, so I'm a nigger, and and I'm a masculine presenting transgender lesbian, so I'm also a faggot. There we go. Oh my gosh. Uh, you're gonna get my stream shut down. That's it. They're gonna, they're, you know what? They're gonna, they're gonna make that like a fucking soundbite, and then that's uh -oh. it. They're gonna, they're gonna. It's gonna be like Sargon of Akkad, where they they found that soundbite, and they sent that off to Patreon and whatnot, and that's that's it. All she wrote. It's fucking curtains. They they got oh, me dead it. to rights. God damn it, Shogun. Dang it! I forgot about that soundbite chicken. Dang it. Yep. You you fell into their sneaky trap. But while we're still here, before we all get deplatformed because Shogun said that, let's uh, let's answer some banana questions. Uh, TFM, I see more and more women who were feminists and are now, after finding herself and discovering what she truly wants, she now becomes a traditional woman and thinks she deserves a good man for all the effort and changing. Is it entitlement or is it just delusional? It's magic spells, my dude. W women want to enjoy their youth, and then when they hit the wall, then they want to sell their pussy to you at full price. 
They want you to pay full price for that half-eaten regurgitated steak that was once a vagina. And yeah, they'll look, they'll pretend they'll put on an apron and bake you an apple pie. They'll wash the blue hair dye out of their hair. They'll pretend that they're a nice traditional woman. Here is the test. Here is the test. These women will not be interested in changing any of the laws. They'll talk about how they're anti-feminist. They'll talk about how this and that, but they're not going to give up shit. These same trad thoughts like, oh, I like a man who's in charge. I want a man who will lead me. Sign this prenup. So fuck those women. They're fucking chameleons. They are saying what they think will get you to let your guard down and marry them. It's a magic spell. Trust no thought. There's a meme for that too. Yes. I have been thinking about changing my gender on my driver's license to help with my career advancement. Do you think this would work? It couldn't hurt. I'm going to do my... It couldn't hurt. (laughs) Yeah, do it, man. Uh, Like, it doesn't hurt you at all. And if anyone says, like, oh, you're not dressing like a woman, gender expression and gender are two different things. So, yes, you could change your gender and driver's license and present as a man. There's not a goddamn thing anyone can say about that. Don't be like that that dude at GameStop uh, wearing capri pants and clearly being a man and being like, I am ma'am. Uh, you want to go outside? I'll show you a man. I'll show you a sir. Don't be that guy. Um, if you're going to present as a female, then present as a female. Try to at least be convincing. Or just have it in your driver's license that you identify as a woman, but present as a man. It's called a masculine presenting trans woman. And if you also happen to be attracted to women... You're a masculine-presenting transgender lesbian. It's a perfectly valid combination of gender identity, gender, and sexuality. Perfectly valid. And there's nothing they can do to say that you're lying or whatever because it's all... There's no scientific basis for any of it. So, winner, winner, chicken dinner. And then you can put on your job applications that you're a woman because they'll ask you for your gender. And then you can benefit from these gender quotas. So, yes... If, if you're having trouble finding work, change your gender. You don't just put it... You have to actually get your driver's license updated. You may have to get diagnosed with gender dysphoria. But again, there's no scientific way for them to say you're lying. So you go to a doctor, you talk about how you're a woman, and what are they going to do? Make you pee in a cup and say, oh, no, you're lying. The pee in your cup says that you're... No, there's no test. So, yes, they will... As long as you can maintain a straight face, you're, you're in. Done. Done. A winner is you. All right, next question. Um, alt-right is women trying to divide men and pin men with each other so that men won't take their rights away and instead would have a race war because it's only men who go to war and so women have nothing to lose for supporting alt-right, especially when ethnic feminists are ditching white women. Agree or disagree? You're, you're giving women way too much credit. No, women are not like masterminding the alt-right to keep their rights. They're going to lose their rights. Like, Here's the thing. White people are dying. The white population is going down every generation. Uh, when the Muslims take over, they will take these white women's rights away as they kill the men and make them war brides and rape slaves. So, but the thing is, is they're children. So they don't want to give up their rights, but they know that they have to cut some kind of deal. So they're just cutting the, the smallest deal they have to to keep as many rights as they can. So right now they're trying the trad thought route. Oh, I'll say I'll, I'll I'll pay lip service to uh 
the man being in charge while I keep all my rights. Does that sound good, guys? And sadly, a lot of guys are like, oh, that sounds good to me. Yeah, keep all your rights as long as you tell me I'm a, I'm a big boy and you pat my head once in a while. And guys are willing to take that deal. Well, as they get divorce raped and men are like, fuck you, when the trad thought game won't work, they'll try being MRAs again. The reason why a female MRAs went away was because the Southern Poverty Law Center declared them a hate group. Which is kind of ironic because, you know, AVFM and these MRA groups, they work so hard to be reasonable and to avoid disparaging feminists and not get labeled a hate group, but they did. White nationalists, race realists cut to their women because they make an appeal to nature fallacy that white women are objectively the most beautiful. Therefore, they take everything white tradcon women say, racist or not, as immutable. What? But... Okay, so even if that's true, let's just concede the point. Let's say white women are the most beautiful women in the world. Take their rights away. That's all the more reason to take their rights away. Because wouldn't you want to? Wouldn't you want to maintain these precious jewels for yourself? I like even if you think white women are the shit, they're all the more reason to take their rights away. I'm trying to help you. Yeah, anyway, so women are just trying to cut a deal. Uh, when the trad thought thing won't work, they'll try being MRAs. They'll tr maybe they'll even talk about getting rid of some of their rights. Like, hey, let's get rid of uh, automatic female custody. Let's get rid of lifetime alimony. But let's keep voting. Can we keep voting? No. Everything must go. It's all fucking going. Don't, like, they will cut a deal. They'll try to cut progressively. Here's what you have to understand, men. Women need you to survive. They need you. Women will literally die without a man to provide for them. You do not need women. Men will not die without women. Yes, maybe society will die if it doesn't have children, but that's like, you only need a woman for like a couple years. And there's an article we're going to cover on the 420 show about a woman who was in a coma for over 10 years who just gave birth because someone was raping her unconscious vegetative body. And she was able to grow this child and give birth to this healthy baby while in a vegetative state. Now, I'm not saying that's the answer, but I'm just saying it might be a lot quieter around here if we had artificial wombs of women in vegetative states. I'm just saying. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing the ball back to you. I'm just saying. Wouldn't it be quieter around here? TFM, it's just a theory. Would you, would you review a household artificial womb and would you sew us your baby? <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine like a half chimp? That would be some... You know what it'd look like? It wouldn't look like the new Planet of the Apes. It'd look like the 1970s Planet of the Apes <laughs> where it's like people in ape costumes. So, yeah, that would, uh, that would, be, that would be horrible. I, I could imagine this half chimp homunculi going like kill me like in alien what was it, alien three with all the clones of ripley like kill me <laughs> this half chimp monstrosity yeah. anyway good times uh, oh uh, can we do the giveaway for the sex toy sure um i'll set that giveaway up um right in just a moment by the way get a load of this um the guy who called in the white nationals uh, ashy phantom he uh -huh. immediately, almost immediately after the show, he started trolling me. I was like, "Yeah, I knew this was going to happen." After all, I, after all that work I did to make sure he got on the show too. I mean, well, no respect. Look, here's I thought we were brothers in arms. Here's here's what's sad. He couldn't he couldn't refute anything I was saying, 
and we were we're on the same side. I want what you want. I'm trying to save your race from going extinct, and I'm giving you a better, more efficient, more moral and ethical way to do it, which doesn't require a war or any kind of bringing back fascism, which is fucking retarded. And his only response was to call me a filthy Jew and hang up on me. And all these people like you need to debate so and so. Like honest, I saw DDJ's debate, and now we have now we're two for two. Like, is this all this is going to be? Is I present a very easy to understand logical progression of how taking women's rights away solves your problem and saves your people, and you call me a filthy Jew and hang up? Is this is this the playbook? It's just it, you Pretty know much. I'm not I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I think you give people a little too much credit. I think after Tommy Robinson got thrown in prison and everybody just sat and watched, I think that was, I mean, at least for me, that was the breaking point because I realized, I mean, <laughs> no, no matter what shit. happens, like fucking the Manchester attack, I mean, children are getting harmed from these con from the consequences of their actions and, and no one does anything. So nope. Sargon gets banned on Patreon. No one does anything. So I don't think people are going to act. No one's going to do shit. Well, and just even closer to home, Richard Spencer, uh, his his Eastern European wife is divorce raping him right now. Nothing, crickets, not not even like a hesitation. Nobody's thinking. Hmm, maybe make to have a point. Maybe we should take one. No, no, gotta just f blame the Jews for everything. All right, um, how do I yeah. store gold and silver safe or under basement, John Wick style? I have a safe. Um, it's it's the same place to keep my guns and weapons. So and I don't you only need a, I I think six months like calculate your living expenses and for a month like how much money you need to live not how much money you make in a month but how much money you need to live like calculate your bills and then you want to multiply that by six and that's how much silver you need you don't need gold because gold is too hard to barter with it's too expensive but silver is worth about twenty dollars an ounce so you get like a, a one ounce coin or a one ounce small bar you can barter with that. I have a I have a little bit of silver worth about twenty dollars. I'd like to buy some medicine, some fuel, some food. It's good. And for people like, oh no, gold and silver are going to be useless during the collapse. Metal is going to be by. I could tell you, I could, there's a list of reasons why metal in any barter system becomes the common currency because metal can be divided and recombined. It holds its value. It's non-perishable. Uh, it's easy, it's relatively light compared to other commodities. There's a reason why metals always become the common currency. Maybe not gold and silver. Maybe it could be bottle caps. Like aluminum could be the common currency. But aluminum is fairly common, whereas gold and silver and other precious metals are rarer. So I would stick with gold and silver if I were you. But if you want to collect blue jeans and, and ammo, the problem with ammo, using ammo as currency, is ammo is destroyed with fire and water, and it cannot be broken down or recombined. There's a reason why ammo will never really be a currency. You can trade it, obviously, but it will never be the common currency, despite how much Metro Last Light you've played. But yeah, just get a safe. Do not put it in a safety deposit box. The government will seize it. All right. Almost a quarter of Congress is occupied by women, 126 seats, of which over 100 are Dems. What pro-women laws do you see at the top of the list passing through the House as it will likely be blanked by the Senate? F forgive women's college loans? Yes. Forgiving women's college debts. That is coming. Because they've already talked about how this is a, this is a women's issue. Because all these women taking all these student loans to go to college and getting bullshit degrees and being unable to pay them back. 
Uh, yes, they're going to forgive all the college debt of women. What are you going to do about it, men? Take women's rights away? Ha 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 ha. You're not going to do shit. So keep paying those bills, cucks. Allahu Akbar. All right. How many cucks does it take to screw in a light bulb? None. Since they just stand and watch Chad screw it in. Fucking burn. <laughs> That's classic. That's a good, uh, good one. TFM, you mentioned that you're not fortunate enough to have friends. How is this possible? No homo, but you bring a lot to friendship. Do people dismiss you as arrogant or just because you know your shit? Is it a reason why? Um, honestly, I just stopped k k trying to meet people. I had a lot of close friends who they got married and fucked off or their wives didn't want me hanging out with them. So I just stopped trying to meet people. And so, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty easy guy to get along with. I just don't care. So... And, you know, when you live in certain areas, you have to kind of wear a mask. So it's kind of like Batman and Bruce Wayne. So when I'm in public, I have to act a certain way. And then when I'm in private, I can be myself. But, you know, you can't... And, you know, some people have different groups of friends that they act different around. I don't have that luxury. So I don't really go out and meet people. So I just kind of... Whatever. Here I am. You, you, you're my friends. You the people. Random people listening to me on the internet. And my waifu. That's all you need. All right. Did we already start the uh, the giveaway, Shogun? Yes, I did. Okay, yeah, guys, make sure you click on the party popper to to get to uh, join the raffle for the pocket pussy. And yeah, also, I, oh, go ahead. Um, yeah, it's it's pinned up there. So okay. yes, uh, uh, sorry I went silent for a moment. I'm busy banning and banishing people. You know, we got potatoes <laughs> in the chat. So there we yeah, go. I got to do my job, <laughs> right? Since and I'm the only one that's actively well, getting them right and, now. Yeah, and the, the thing is, is again these these all right guys who are clearly coming in here to troll and be retarded. I'm trying to help you get what you say you want. I want to help you save your race from extinction. Help me help you. Stop being retarded. <laughs> just stop. I'm like, please, just stop. Because there are people in the alt-right who are just white people who are legitimately worried about what's going to happen to white people. And they're being shouted down by the fucking retards arguing for fascism and yelling Jew all the time. Like, your people are the reason why, like, when white people are, are being killed, like when, the, when America goes South Africa and the white people are being genocided... No one's going to feel sorry for you because of retards like you spurging about Jews and uh, fascism. Fucking fascism of all things. Anyway, yeah, just yeah. Uh, just take your white women's rights away. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you. I'm on, I'm on my knees. I'm begging you. Take their rights away. Save, save yourselves. Anyway, um, with when talking about the new course of control laws in Ireland, women argue that men can also file a course of control. It's gender neutral. Why only blame women for it? That's bullshit. I'll explain why after I talk to Celestina. One LARPing spurg does not an entire movement make. Have you ever once spoken with Mikey Nock, Mark Collette, or anyone in the alt-right who isn't low-hanging fruit? Do you know anything about the JQ before dismissing it as just a conspiracy theory? Yes. So I haven't talked to those people. I did reach out to uh, one guy on Twitter before I got banned. But, um, like... They have to like if they want they they can contact me. I'm not a hard person to find. If you want to come on the show and, and debate or have, I don't even want to debate you. I want to have a conversation because I think I want again. I want to help you. 
So let's let's talk. I want to try to red pill you about taking women's rights away. Like you want to talk about fascism and Jews. Let's put that behind. Let's take women's rights away first. Like what the caller was talking about. We got to get rid of the the minorities first. No, take women's rights away, and all these other problems solve themselves. So that's what I. That's the message I want to share with you. But if you want to have a conversation, I want to have a conversation. But you got to contact me because I'm busy. I'm not gonna. I'm too busy to like whatever the fuck you're doing, whatever schedule you have. So just, but I'm not hard to find, and I will if you approach me in good faith. I will invite you on the show. Uh, just I don't know what to tell you, man. I I want to help you. So if you want to talk to me, let's talk. Anyway, coercive control. It's not gender neutral. If you look at the way coercive control works, it's just like the Duluth model, except it's based on um, like everything. So if you have the money and you deny someone the money, that's coercive control. But look at how the Duluth model operates. So the Duluth model supposedly is about physical strength. But in cases where the woman is clearly the aggressor, the Duluth model is not... Um, enforced in a gender-neutral way. It always is enforced to benefit the woman. When a woman is ordered to pay child support and she doesn't, nothing happens. So the laws, the course of control is shit. And any these feminists who are defending the course of control law, just note their names because th- these are women who are trying to enslave you or cucks who are trying to enslave you. There's, these people, I, I'm, I'm done talking to these people because they know they're full of shit. They know they're lying. They're just trying to shut you up. They're trying to make you seem unreasonable by denying reality. And then if you if you have them dead to rights, they'll just tr- block you or they'll try to give you deplatform for hate speech. Just fucking tell them to eat shit and just move on. You have more important things to do. You know, it's triage time. We don't have time to fucking waste our time with these retards. There are lives out there that can be saved. We have a very limited time to save them. Don't waste your time with the dipshits. Focus on the people who can be saved. Don't waste your time debating retards because it's just it's a waste of your time. All right. Any advice on an escape plan when America goes full communist? How do you protect your assets and flee the country? Yeah, okay. Um, I, I, I've gone over this. Let me tell you, I have a four-step plan. Plan A, and I'm working on this. This is my current plan. Plan A is I red pill men across the political spectrum. I'm trying to red pill the alt-right. I'm trying to red pill the moderate centrist. I'm even trying to red pill male feminists because I care. This is a problem all men have to face together. We either stand together or we fall apart. So I want to red pill men across the political spectrum about why we need to take women's rights away to save Western civilization. Failing that, and that's most likely what's going to happen. I don't really have much faith in plan A, but it's worth the attempt. Because even if I fail, fuck, it was going to collapse anyway. I didn't like make it worse. So I might as well try. But if plan A fails, plan B is get the fuck out of America. Before things go completely sideways, you need to leave. Now, where do you go? I don't know. Uh, there's, I have some ideas, but the problem is South America is going communist. The Middle East and Europe are going each other. Asia um, is a- Asia's would be a good place to go. The problem is they're super xenophobic, so e- like they'll never accept you. So there's really there's really no place to go. So I can only hope that like some opportunity, maybe Eastern Europe, maybe Asia, I don't know. Nowhere's really looking good right now. So that's plan B. Plan C 
that's this is the Hail Mary God Emperor of Mankind plan, where we use fucking mad scientist tech to become fucking thunder warriors and we conquer the world using genetically engineered super soldiers and Tesla coils and ball bearing super mini weapons. How realistic is that? Not at all. But we call that, you know, you got to have like a, a moonshot plan. So that's my moonshot plan. I'm going to become a fucking God Emperor TFM. Primarch. You never know. Did you think Celestina would be so advanced before uh, you even she, saw her? Well, like, you know. I, I don't. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Look, I, it's, a, it's a moonshot, but that's Plan C. Plan C is the moonshot. Super Soldier, God Emperor, Thunder Warrior, Age of Strife, Conquest. That's that's the moonshot. Plan D. All now before I say Plan D, you have to understand what has failed. So there's no Plan A failed. We couldn't red pill Western men. Plan Plan B failed. We can't leave. And Plan C Plan C failed. There is no Thunder Warrior Super Soldier solution. We're we're fucked. So what is Plan D? Convert to Islam. That's oh, by it. the way, we what what else you got? What's up, Shogun? Just wanted to say we have a winner now. It's um, the winner, Arsmat, has won the toy. All right, uh, Arsmat, um, DM me on Discord your shipping information. Uh, now you have an option. If you don't want to, so you have two options. You can either DM me your shipping information, or I can give you the Amazon link. You can buy the toy, and then send me your order number. And the amount you paid, and then you'll get re in your PayPal information, and the company will reimburse you. So if you do that, you'll get it it's sooner because you're getting it from the Amazon company like warehouse. If you if I give the sponsor your shipping information, you'll still get the toy, but it'll be it'll come out of China, so it's going to take a few weeks to get to you. But you don't have to give them all that other shit. So you can either buy it from Amazon and get reimbursed, you'll get it quicker, or you can just wait for it to arrive from China, in which case just give me your shipping information. I'll pass it along to the sponsor, and you'll get your toy. So congratulations. But yeah, so anyway, so back to the plan. Like, if you can't, if you, you couldn't red pill men, you couldn't leave, you couldn't conquer the world, all you can do is join the conquerors. Now, it may not be Islam. It's going to be a society which took their women's rights away. And right now, Islam is winning by default. Through no... Like, they didn't do anything brilliant. They just didn't give their women rights, and, now, and they're conquering the world simply by having kids. You can do that, too. The power is yours. So, I don't know. Yeah. Alright, let's do a couple more questions, and then we'll... We'll, we'll leave. I'm a little, I'm a little sad now. Uh, I wish, you know, I wish I had a, a message of hope. But honestly, I thought, you know what? I, I, I had a moment where I, I was, I had hope. A couple of weeks ago, I was starting to see people starting to talk about taking one's rights away. I was seeing it whispered. And I was hoping, maybe, men were waking up. And then... Everyone started shilling Brittany Pettibone's book, talking about how men and women need to work together. And I'm like, no, what are you doing? And uh, yeah, so we, we lost all of our progress because some trad thought wrote a book and everyone wants to fucking lick her pussy and give her money on Patreon. Uh, that's why we can't have nice things. All right. Um, what, okay, here's actually a relevant question. What are your thoughts on black pill and that the species needs to die? Yeah, that, that's what I call the the worst ending. That's the game over ending. 
Um, yeah, any plan or any philosophy that re- that ends in human extinction is not going to work for TFM, obvious TFM, I'm afraid I won't be able to pay off all of my personal debt before SHDF. If you're carrying debt during that scenario, would it be best to just declare a bankruptcy? Would governments hold debts against us? Would it even matter? <laughs> Dude, when the shit hits the fan, debt, yeah, it's going to be meaningless. No one's getting paid. <laughs> no, your money's, your your retirement has been canceled. Um, yeah, it's fucking, it's game on. And we're we're talking yeah. a com- like in Venezuela. Do you think anyone gives a shit about the debts they owe to people? I mean, maybe the person you owe money to might come to you with a gun and be like, "Look, man, and, uh, it, times are desperate. I need the money." But obviously, you don't have the money either because society's collapsed. So what are you going to do? Kill me for something I don't have? So. It's going to be a very... There might be some people who try to collect their debts, but there's there's not going to be any money to collect. I don't see converting to Islam working. Their culture is cucking for to get more of our money and to increase production. See Shia Iran and now Sunni Saudi Arabia doing the same. Feminism isn't cancer. It is a lethal, long-cycle STD. Right, that's... Yeah, Iran has a low fertility rate, and Saudi Arabia is just trying to expand their economy, but... Islam is taking over Europe, not through like not through conquest, just by being invited in and then outbreeding the natives. And they already have no-go zones. In fact, in France, they're talking about creating a micro-state inside of France for the Muslims to live in and have their own government. They're actually willing to give them independence within France. They didn't even have a war. There was no war for independence. They're just willing to give them a country inside their country. Think about that. Imagine a country just carving off a part of itself and giving it to a completely foreign entity inside their borders without even a war. That's how cucked Europe is. So, yeah, Europe is fucked. And even if Saudi Arabia and Iran are are cucked, they're less cucked. They're like the smartest kid with Down syndrome on the short bus. So even though they're also retarded, they're like the least retarded of the retards. And they will still conquer the world. This is why, like, it... It's open. It, all you need is a country which isn't retarded to take the women's rights away, and you rule the world. You rule the fucking world! I'm offering you world domination in one simple step. Take your women's rights away, and you win. Because right now, Islam, which is kind of they're like, they're not the smartest tools in the shed, they're, they're conquering the world by default. While you sit around with your thumb up your ass, they're conquering the world. Just by not giving their women rights. That's how easy it is. All these millennia, we've been killing each other with missiles and swords and spears. All we needed to do was not give women rights and then sit back and conquer the world by default. So easy. Anyway, for black pill, the whole species needs to die thing. No, that's... Look, if your plan is let's just kill humanity, then I whatever. Thank you for your support. I hope you enjoy the videos, but you're not part of this conversation. I'm trying to save humanity. So... I appreciate that you've given up on life. So, you know, whatever. Go ahead and go shop at Hot Topic and wear black mascara. Stay out of my way. All right, let's answer one more question. And then we will will go. All right, you always recommend Dave Ramsey to people with little or no financial knowledge. You say you don't agree with everything he promotes. What are those things that you don't agree with him? All right, so when Dave Ramsey talks about um, portfolios... He's very, he's overly simple. And the reason why he's overly simple is because he's writing to a general audience. If you know what you're doing and you know a little bit more about investments and portfolio management, uh, you can do better. 
than what Dave Ramsey suggests. However, I understand and agree with why he oversimplifies. It's because he's writing to a general audience of people who, if you throw too much facts at them, you'll lose them. So he oversimplifies for that reason. So Dave Ramsey is spot on when it comes to things like personal finance and saving and getting out of debt. When it comes to investing, he does oversimplify. But now, if you follow his advice, you will do better than the average person. Because the average person is a fucking idiot who invests emotionally. They buy during fucking bubbles. Like, they hear something on the news. They buy it at its peak, and then they sell when it crashes. And then they blame the broker for being a crook when it's them being idiots. So, Dave Ramsey's good. He, he just oversimplifies when it comes to portfolio management because he's trying to write for a general audience. If you know what you're doing, um, if you watch my Monkeynomics series, you'll know what I'm talking about. I go into uh, portfolio management and risk management. I, I go into more detail than Dave Ramsey does. So if you, if you have Dave Ramsey and you watch my Monkeynomics series, you'll be good. All right, and that is our show. Good stuff. Interesting show. Very yeah, interesting. Was- yeah, it was better than what I thought it was going to be. I, was, I had a feeling that things might not have went well, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I was pleased with the. I was. I'm just disappointed in the, you know, we we hyped up this the, the debate of the century. Oh my gosh, you know, and then what did it turned into this guy called me a filthy Jew and hung up after. And I, I wasn't trying to own him. I was trying to help him. I was trying to solve his problem in a more efficient way. And he just called me a filthy Jew and hung up. Right. It's like, because, you know, we were trying to be so gracious to him, you know, help him with his problem. And I was, you know, just being respectful, trying to get him on the show. See, because, hey, I I may be a darkie, but I'm still your friend. I'll get you on the show. Oh, my gosh. We're we're all brothers in arms here, you know. We're all all brothers and sisters in Jesus. Amen. I mean, honestly... Um, frankly, I don't even care if you're a white nationalist. I'm not even bothered by it. I mean, you can say the N-word to me all you want. I just laugh it off. I mean, well, I, I agree. But, like, I believe, in, I believe in free speech. So I respect the fact that even though I'm not, I don't like racism per se, since I believe in free speech, I'm going to have to hear the N-word once in a while, and I'm okay with that. Um, yep. that's, a, that's a whole other issue with the whole lolly stuff where they're like, oh, I'm a free speech, and then they're like, ban the lollies. It's like, really... What happened to my free speech? Like, well, that's degeneracy. It's like, oh god. Yeah. I mean, oh, honestly, well. I'd rather, I'd rather have free speech so I can know who, who the Nazis and white nationalists are. Because I'd rather know who they are than have them. Right, like, and, have and, them as, and as long as you have free speech, we can talk about like we both have free speech. I could, I could talk to you about why fascism isn't a good idea, and then you could, you could call me names and hang up on me if you want, but. As long as we both have free speech, we can make the case. But when you resort to censorship, you're basically telling someone that you fear what they have to say. And I appreciate that the right is all pro-free speech. They want to say racist shit and they want to, you know, whatever. And that's fine. I want you to say racist shit too. Uh, but then the, it upsets me when they turn around and, and ban people who are into anime and hentai for being degenerates when they're supposed to be all about the free speech. So it's like, okay. Anyway, that's that's a whole totally different subject. Honestly, though, I'm willing to even let that go if you take women's rights away. Let's just let's let bygones be bygones, and let's take women's rights away together. And we will we'll, we'll work out the other issues after. You know what? It's like the Soviet Union and the West and the Allies worked together to defeat the Nazis in Imperial Japan, and the North and the South worked together to defeat the British. Let's work together, take women's rights away, and we will hash out 
all these other differences after we solve that problem because that is the existential problem. But anyway, let's let's go ahead and end the show. Hermit, you've been really quiet. Do you have anything you want to share before we go? Oh, um, never mind. Celestine has got to get the last word. This show is too short. TFM, can you do a show like Tom Likas with callers but limited to one minute for the caller to speak? Tom Likas has a syndicated talk show with, like, millions of people calling in. Like, I, I think you overestimate how many like there were times where we didn't get callers for like a couple minutes or we might get the same caller that called in last week i mean i don't have that big of an audience i don't have tom likas numbers so uh, yeah i would love to um, can you imagine if i was a syndicated talk show that you know coast to coast and i had millions of people that would be fucking amazing but that's never gonna fucking happen <laughs> that's just a, that's a pipe dream so but yeah, sure. If that ever happens, if I ever get the numbers where I can be as discriminating as Tom Likas when it comes to callers, sure. But right now, mm, you know, if we want to have guests at all, we gotta we gotta be a little bit uh, accommodating. All right, uh, Hermit. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead and go. Whatever you're gonna say. Uh, I would just say, if you're feeling down in the dumps because of the state of things, just try to get some positivity. Um, yep. You know. You, we had lofty goals, but I think as long as you take care of yourself, cover your bases, and you know, keep doing a good thing, helping out guys. Um, yeah, you know, because well, it is tough. It does. It becomes discouraging when you see the the pathway, and then you just see the course that everyone wants to set for themselves go the opposite direction, and it's very frustrating. But you know, you just gotta <clears throat> remain positive. You know, like, okay, so we, we have segments where we try, I'm, I'm, you know, the big picture is obviously not going well for, for men. But then we have guys like the caller who talked to me and he was able to cut ties with this girl that was using him as an emotional tampon for like 10 years. So, you know, you've you got to basically savor the little victories. Yeah. Are we going to save the West? Probably not. Fucking cucks, man. Can't even save them from themselves. But while the cucks are destroying Western civilization... There are men out there who are being saved. So it's like, okay, I can't save the Titanic, but I can get a few men into the lifeboat. So you got to kind of pat yourself on the back and, and take uh, comfort in the fact that, yeah, you did save the Titanic, but you're able to save this boat full of men from drowning. So, you know, it is what it is. What it is. But the people I do want to thank before we go is our, our lovely sponsors. Of course, we have the Dollhouse, proprietor of premium sex dolls and waifus. We have Fond Love. You know, save 15% off at fondlove.com with code TURD. And then we have Flying Tigers Gear, proprietor of steel groin cups. Don't be caught in the purge without protecting your dick, because you're going to get stabbed in the dick or something. And you're going to be glad you had a steel groin cup to protect your dick during the purge. So that is our show. We're going to have some, some commercials. I need to make a new dollhouse commercial because it's still talking about the december promotion i just haven't gotten around to it i'm sorry i'll get to it someday but that is our show and oh for those of you uh happy humble hermit he does his show after this show it's like the after party so if you i actually go... took a break because oh you're taking a break so many fucking cucks yeah it's pretty draining oh, God. so i'm just gonna All focus right. on <clears throat> my game but i am doing like a movie night so anyone who wants to hop in there 
Okay. So, yeah, you could ch- hang out with Happy Humble Hermit, have a movie night with him. So keep the party going over at Happy Humble Hermit's channel. But thank you all for hanging out with us. And I'll be in the patron pit after the show if you want to hang out with me, if you're not going to go hang out with Hermit. Other than that, we'll see you next week. Take care. This is Celestina. Don't let those ho-ho-hos get you down this holiday season. If you haven't been to the dollhouse lately, you're missing out. They've added several new brand names and models to their impressive lineup, with new models being added all the time. New brands include Piper Doll, Doll Forever, and even the confusingly named Dollhouse 168. We even have new models like the lovely Francesca. But there's more. For the month of December if you mention TFM when placing your order, you'll receive a free PDF copy of TFM's book The Doll on My Balls absolutely free. Step into a waifu wonderland this holiday season, and get a free copy of The Doll on My Balls. Check out the links in the description and visit the Dollhouses UK on US websites, and get started today. This is Shilestina here to tell you about Flying Tiger's Gear. While TFM is preparing his hand-to-hand combat skills, are you getting ready for the coming purge? Here is something you might not have considered. What are you doing to protect your dick? How are you going to repopulate Western civilization once you've purged the cucks and feminists if your balls are damaged? This is why Flying Tiger's Gear offers a steel kickboxing cup. Sure, you could use it for martial arts, but let's be real here. When some Antifa dipshit is trying to shank your dick, do you want the only thing between your manhood and cold steel to be a piece of plastic? I didn't think so. You need to protect your dick during the apocalypse, right? So check out Flying Tiger's gear on eBay where they offer the aforementioned steel groin cup, as well as sell lots of martial arts and kickboxing gear if you're into that sort of thing. Thank you for your time. Sweet con love,